0: listening to the Oz TV movies podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello everybody and welcome to this very special episode of the Oz Network as we go over the best bits, perhaps maybe the worst bits, the funny bits and mostly the unfunny bits, that was the year of 2018. It's been a huge year in our second full year of existence when it comes to our reboot from 2017 when we moved on from our Survivor coverage and expanded into a bit more outside of that TV show with some movies and more TV shows along the way. And we thought it would be a perfect opportunity to celebrate the year by bringing you some clips and highlights from a variety of different episodes that we did throughout the year. You're going to hear funny bits from movie recaps, movie reviews, TV recaps. There's even some rev caps in there, well, the one that we did as well. We did plenty of interviews this year as well, some highlights there and everything else in between. Queen, and we definitely feel that these bits sum up the year that was 2018 Myself's here, Colin, Noah, Rossi, Mallory, Jamie, Nick, Darvell, Jared All your favourites and maybe some of your ones who aren't favourites Particularly me, are all involved in these clips But we definitely know you will enjoy them So sit back, relax and listen to the best bits of the Oz Network from 2018
1: <laughs> There was a lot of food pranks because a lot of us, like a lot of us would center around in the kitchen at the firehouse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if anyone had to eat anything, like sometimes they would like stick it to the table <laughs> or put some other food there that you weren't expecting to eat. <laughs> so there's a lot of us, like when we were having a scene, you kind of have that question on your face. Like, I don't know if this is safe. <laughs> like, oh,
2: Oh, Always double questioning A lot it.
1: of like, you know, like blizzards, yeah. And then there was like a lot of blizzards in the snow. And I remember, uh, I remember Bobby once. There was like, a, not Bobby. Uh, Eddie had this hilarious like. He's supposed to be this, you know, man of steel firefighter, and he was like, he couldn't stop slipping everywhere because <laughs> the ice. Um, so there's just a, there was just a lot of laughs on that show.
3: Strangely enough, I've done a lot of strange Disney stuff. Mighty Ducks, the (laughs) Country Bears. Oh, my
4: God. You
3: guys ever seen the movie, the Country Bears?
4: Can't say I've seen the Country Bears. (laughs)
3: I'll put it on my Netflix list. Put it on your list. Put it on your list, okay? I'm just Just writing that down, the
0: Country Bears, all right?
3: (laughs) Country Bears. And if you if you can find your way clear to smoke a little ganja and watch it late at night, you will fucking laugh. You'll hurt yourself laughing at this fucking movie. Oh, uh, that's what. Yeah, the bear. Priority the bears, number one. It was a. It's an a ride. It's an amusement ride from Disneyland, and they made it into cartoons back in the fifties and sixties. And then we did this this action movie, but not an animated film. But they're all in bear suits. They're like a band. They're country bears. They're a country band. And, and they're all bears. And, you are
0: selling this movie so dealing. well right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: man! And I and and so I'm the roadie for the band, and I'm a person. So I'm a person that's working with the band with a band of bears, and they all have they all have people problems. So I tried to turn myself into a bear. Yeah, I got I've got my costume. I got boots. I got these boots. The, the, the guy from. The guy from Green Mile, the big black actor he's gone now, got oh, oh, um, blanket on his neck,
0: yeah, a wonderful um, guy
3: these, these boots Michael Clark Duncan yeah, these boots were some boots. yes, Michael Clark Duncan had worn these boots in the in the Green Mile, and I got them to wear for my costume, so I couldn't wash shuffled, I had to shuffle everywhere. I'm going because they were like size eighteen boots. I'm shuffling around it, but they made a wig, a six thousand dollar wig that hung down the middle of my back. And I was stoned out of my fucking mind. And I, I tried to be a bear, and they all tried to be people. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun fun uh, fun watch under the right conditions. We, we're recapping that but movie then, next week on the
0: <laughs> <Earth> Network.
4: <laughs> yeah, sc- screw oh, Lost. We but, want the know, country bear.
5: <laughs> there is one song in this movie. I don't know if you can guess it because you mentioned all the other ones. But when it comes up, I'm like the biggest fan of it. Like That's my greatest guilty pleasure.
0: Um, it's not Dying Another Day. Uh-
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, did, did, was it one of the ones I mentioned, or? No,
5: no, no, no it's not one of the ones you mentioned. Oh, okay, well, It's uh, It'll be a moment to song. It, it's a bit, I basically make about three pages of notes on this song.
0: <laughs> so, well, what is it? I need to know now. Oh, whole notes. Oh, you wait to the notes. You oh, make my oh, whole notes. Oh, right. They yeah. <laughs> said notes. I like whole notes. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: i send you my notes on Google Drive, and you can
0: read it for yourself. Your Hall of oats, holler oats, notes. Uh, sounds Who like. Doesn't a, love Hall of oats. Come on. I, I mean, I like Hall of oats, but it just always just they remind me of a breakfast cereal. Like I always feel like that's something that you eat in the morning. Can I have a bowl? Can I have a bowl of whole of oats? Thanks. Uh,
4: Honey <laughs> nut of oats.
0: What was that? Um. Oh, that song. Uh. I mean, I know they had lots. Shut up. Um. But um. <laughs> Oh, there's that one song of theirs I absolutely Man-eater. love. Um Maneater Good Eyes. Uh well they're a good songs. Um Out of Touch. Out of Touch. <laughs> out of Touch. Yeah. You know do you know that one? Uh
5: you'd have to sing it for me.
0: Uh you're out of touch. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was on Vice City, it was on Grand Theft Auto. And then they had, oh, they had- oh. Yeah. They had another one that was on um the newest Grand Theft Auto. They had one called Adult Education as well. Um but Rich Girl.
5: Rich Girl's a great song.
0: They've got some good songs. I've just looked at my iTunes. I've got a few of their songs actually. So <laughs> Hall of Notes Oz, please. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Hall of Notes Oz. Like what would you do for a band? Like every week you recap a song. This week, Man Eater <laughs> They found I was just flipping through
5: just random podcasts one day and i found one that was called god of thunder and i'm like i wonder if that's like the you know thor or something like that and i added it and i realized it was guys who have currently done like dozens of episodes and every week they just pick a different song of kiss and they spend like an hour talking about the song so the next note that comes up here and it's like the I don't know how they have that much time. But if we could do that for Hall & I would
0: be happy. Well, what about those ones where when we did Your Favourite Titanic? Don't yell at me! I'm, there's a point to this. Um, <laughs> we got tweeted by a, another podcast because there's this... Oh, the minute one the one? Yeah, they literally recap a minute of a film in, like, what, an hour. Um, so they were doing that for Titanic. They'd done it for Jurassic Park. So, like, they're just like, okay, we're going to be recapping minute 61 to 62. This is what happens. Like, that's actually <laughs> yes. a really clever idea, if you have to be completely honest. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing Hall & Oates Oz this week. Man Eater. Oh, here she comes. We just have She's to a man decide. Eater.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we just have to decide if we want to call it Honey Nut Hall & Oates, Multi-Grain Hall & or Apple Cinnamon Hall & Oates. <laughs>
0: Breakfast of champions. Um, <laughs> the official breakfast cereal of the Oz Network, Hall & Oats. Uh- <laughs> we just need to do a cheesy commercial for YouTube. Hi, my name's Colin Hilding. Every morning I wake up, I have a crunchy bowl of Hall & What about you, Ben? <laughs> Absolutely, Colin. Everyone would think it's a man-eater. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh- <laughs> I wonder what they're doing right now. Like, at this moment in time when we're recording this, what is Hall & Oates doing? Do you think they're just, like, watching Netflix or writing a new song? You know, they are tweeting
2: are
0: (laughs) Tweet them. Hi, Hall & Oates. What are you doing right now? (laughs) We're recording a podcast talking about you. (laughs) Do you not just think that? Do you just sit around and think, like, what's this celebrity doing right now? You know? Like, what's Hugh Jackman right now in time? Is he, like, what is he doing?
5: Once in a while, I will do that. I, it'll just be like the most boring day of my life, and I'm sitting there and I'm just sort of staring at the ceiling, you know, counting the uh, the flies that are inside of the, the light cover. And I'm like, you gotta wonder if Terran Egerton's ever sat there and, stood and stared at his
0: light cover to count the flies or mosquitoes. You wonder, wonder if um, Terran Egerton's listening to Hall and Oats right now. Like,. He's just chilling. Oh, but put on some Holland Oats. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boys. She'll chew you up. Whoa. Oh. The music's great in this film. Um, anyway, so Eddie's in Germany. By the way,
5: four hours ago, John Oates posted on Twitter I posted a new video to Facebook with a link. So that's what Holland Oats are up to. Is it if you watching new Netflix? videos to <laughs>
0: my review of Eddie the Eagle <laughs> <laughs> Which is they were just like tweeting like Donald Trump like saw Eddie the Eagle didn't have enough eagle in it sad <laughs> 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 no one's used my music as better as they have in Eddie the Eagle no word of a lie <laughs> that's never been as big as it was in Eddie the Eagle um, oh Hall and Oates are going on tour with Train this summer shut up Shut up and take my money! <laughs> I'm there! Front row! <laughs> Were they the ones who did Hey Soul Sister? Is that Train?
5: Yeah, that was Train. That and uh, Drops of Jupiter.
0: Oh, that's right, yeah.
5: My mom would always call the song Drops of Juniper.
0: <laughs> hey, tell me when... I don't... I don't even know the lyrics of that song. All I know is Drops and. Of... What is these drops of Jupiter? Like, if, if Jupiter was dropping on us, we'd be dead. It's that big of a planet. Come on.
5: Uh, I, I thought. I always thought it was about a girl. Like, she just had, like, you know, a drooling issue
0: or something. <laughs> she had the runs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's drops coming out of Jupiter again. Quick, get some incontinence pads. Jupiter ascending. and is coming this summer. Yeah, I I much prefer the band car over train. Uh, much, pre- that's a bad joke. Move on. Um, right. So Eddie's in Germany. Uh- <laughs> Ryan
5: Lochte does worse on a daily basis <laughs> when he's not competing.
0: He's, he's watching this movie. I don't get it. Why did he get kicked off the team? <laughs> that's so unfair, man. What's ski jumping? <laughs> <laughs> can we just hope that NBC gets Ryan Lochte on during their coverage of the Olympics? Yes. And now to provide his insight on the ice dancing, Ryan Lochte. <laughs> yeah. So I was on Dancing with the Stars, so I know all about ice dancing.
5: <laughs> he's a man on his feet, and he's a man on the skates.
0: <laughs> you can buy my book on skating. <laughs> just provide eight to ten years for postage. <laughs> <laughs> a,
5: a group of Brazilians came up to me and my friends. they said, pull my finger. I'm like, no, you pull my finger. And then they held a gun to my friend's head and they all were like, all right, all right, we give up. And I'm like,
0: whatever, man. You know what I can just imagine Ryan Lochte being like, I don't know if you ever watched much of How I Met Your Mother, but I, you know how like Barney would elaborate stories and it would just be literally a scene from another movie? And they'd be like, Barney, oh, yeah. that's from Dirty Dancing, or Barney, you know, that's from Weekend at Birth. <laughs> so I can just imagine Ryan Lochte like, "Oh, so yeah, like, I played, like, Finger pulling, then like Christopher Walken walked in and talked to Hugh Jackman and 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 then they landed the jump and <laughs> and then and then I got taken and then like my dad Liam Neeson was on the phone saying like I will find you I will hunt you down <laughs> Ryan, that didn't happen. <laughs> it did, man. It so happened. You're a man in sheets, you're a man in the eyes. <laughs> and the boat hit an
5: iceberg and it was going down but I wouldn't go down I swam against the current because I'm Ryan Lochte
0: you know she said never let go she said never let go so fuck it man I never let go I'm Ryan Lochte so I swam all those survivors back to New York but then there was this shark and this guy said we're gonna need a bigger boat so I went and got a bigger boat and I punched that shark right in the head but then there was a tornado, and all these other sharks came, <laughs> which I was fully
5: equipped to handle because at the time I was on s- with a plane with snakes all over it.
0: <laughs> but then Gary Oldman came and tried to hijack it. <laughs> And when Darth Vader said, I'm your fire-
5: father, Ryan Lochte, I'm like, no, man.
0: <laughs> I looked out the window. I was like, no, man. And then I saw Princess Leia, like Mary Poppins. She was just <laughs> floating by.
3: <laughs> and this kid had a broom. <laughs> <laughs>
5: this is just a challenge to see if I can keep my voice by the end of this episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) so Christopher Walken has a book on ski jumping he wrote this book you know my life in ski jumping His whole purpose, I guess, of being on that plane to LA was to go and meet you And, you know, obviously, you know, that's kind of what drew him there And that's ultimately why he's on the crash Yet he somehow manages, uh, despite the fact that, you know, Nadia is the love of his life He's done so much to get to Nadia He finds a young, attractive blonde woman and declares his love for her after they have sex in a tent Uh, I mean, is that frustrating for you? You're playing a character, but are you, like, going like, no, like, he can't end up with Shannon. Like,
6: come on, I'm Nadia I'm the one waiting for him in L.A. Of course. And can I just say welcome to Los Angeles. Um,
2: But,
6: but yes, I mean, I I can completely say it, what, you know, seven, eight years later, seven years, but yeah, absolutely, I was like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> and of course, it's the character, and the and I'll just say the byline, the writers had their reasons, whatever, whatever, honestly, I think the reasons are, they wanted to, they wanted to reunite the cast. They wanted to reunite the original cast. They wanted to, you know, Mm -hmm. Shannon's a like, you know, she became a likable character. I like Maggie Grace a lot. They obviously like her as an actress, working with her. They wanted to have, like, as much of the original cast together as possible. And they kind of... uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, reconfigure the script in as many ways as possible to get everybody back together. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, the the people that they wanted in the church. Not what might have logically made sense, but uh, apparently they had some logic to why he would have ended up with, like, the blondie who we shagged in the tent, you know,
4: <laughs> and, and and apparently uh, Nadia is hanging out with Sae's brother or something like that in the afterlife. Oh,
6: lucky me, lucky, lucky, lucky! You get me. the brother. <laughs> I, I get, I get the uh, the prefab home <laughs> yeah. in the suburbs. <laughs> the and <bourbon> Nadia <laughs> with, with a douchebag with you know bullet wound what in the shoulder. What do I to Spend the afterlife. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, people were saying, and I mean, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick to this. Like, people were saying that you know that was Jack's version. So then maybe like you know, Saeed would have had his own version of the church or whatever. But yeah. I do think that as for the finale, it was yeah, absolutely disappointing. I was, you know, it would have been nice to be a part of it. I, you know, if mm-hmm. if they didn't think so, then that's cool too. But <laughs> it, it, I think that I think that. I mean, a lot of people loved Shayid. They loved that connection. I don't get it, but a lot of people adored it. And I can see, like, the kind of twisted, <laughs> <laughs> nasty part of it that could be like, ooh, okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> but it's not something that I'd want to, like, rest on forever. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least me, personally, it did just sort of sit weird with me. Um, and not just because I was playing... Nadia, because it was just a little bit like,
0: wait, what? Yeah. i <laughs> just going to break some news here. I
6: just found out something really Mallory's exciting. just
0: made a discovery. She just realized not that Mar- Margot Robbie was Harley Quinn <laughs> Suicide Squad. She looked at me and who was she in Suicide Squad? And I'm like, Harley Quinn.
7: <laughs> what? Okay, I have, I have much more respect for her after that comment. Also, I have not seen any of the movies that you just mentioned in that very long thing about margot robbie um (laughs) like the only movie out of all the movies that you just mentioned that i have seen is suicide squad so this is very exciting what the heck she was not Harley Quinn oh no no, she totally looks like her
5: there very quickly here just wanted to say just personally I mean I I don't know how much of our podcast you listen to but you go back to the beginning of the season and I think all of us were kind of skeptical we're like oh you know this is that couple that everybody knows who's just so affectionate it's I love you I love you all the time like how long are we going to be able to take this on TV and like by the end of the season like oh just loved watching you guys and you do have to be hands down the most affectionate couple I have ever seen on the Amazing Race. Like at any point, was this like a toned down TV version, or are you guys even more lovey in real life?
4: Oh, you, when you got a girl as cute as Ray, right? you don't keep your hands. Right? <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're just, uh, one of two couples, right? So I mean, they definitely want to see that. And Courtney I'm not a public display guy at all, but you know, Dylan and Kwame—they're high five all the time, <laughs> and Courtney and I high five with our faces, and that's just what. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, and, and you know what, I, 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 this did make me realize that I call her babe way too often, <laughs> so uh, I yeah. think I'll stop that, but it's just more aware of it.
5: <laughs> uh, there was, of course, quick mention of a wedding, any wedding plans coming up, and please tell me there's going to be blueberry pie instead of cake at the reception.
4: Ugh. You know what, uh, I've had so much blueberry pie. After that episode, the, the, the crew at the fire hall, there they, was like five stacks of blueberry pies. They all <laughs> thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I showed them, and I dummyed them all.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've got no problem still
4: eating blueberry pie. <laughs> Love it. So at the wedding, there, there's definitely going to be some blueberry pie for sure. Um, we're getting married in Mexico on the beaches.
5: Oh, so. nice.
4: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All of our friends and family for a whole entire week, so we're pretty excited. A couple of the racers are going to be there, too.
5: I mean, we'll gladly come down and we'll make, like, a telenovela wedding video for you if you want.
4: Much appreciated. (laughs) No, no. Let's just
5: hand the floor over to Jared Lubick here, who uh, has a a little bone to pick. With who? with With the guy asking who... Jared! Jared, do you want to, you could, the listeners already heard this, this is proof Ben doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> you want listens to, go to the old Network? How great last episode was for us?
8: Well, I'm not complaining, I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're going to start watching a season partway through and have zero interest, but then end up spoiling it for people who are actually <laughs> interested in watching the season from the start. You should probably not tweet about a show that you're only half-watching when other people are watching it committed, so then they have to mute you.
0: Oh, did I spoil it because I said about, um, Thingo getting eliminated?
8: You spoiled the best team going home, and then I had to mute you on Twitter, so I didn't get spoiled for the was- finale.
0: I will show you now. This is how our last episode ended. You will no longer see tweets from NYC 55 five Day in your time. <laughs> Can I say, Jared, I've never heard you say angry. I like this aggressive aggression from you. Is that you. angry? Yeah, that's, that's, that's anger that's from the you gallery. You nice. Jared,
7: where are you from?
8: Uh, Australia.
7: <laughs> he's not, He's
0: not English, Mallory Can you tell the difference No, that I wasn't accent? thinking
7: English I was honestly thinking New Zealand And I was oh. really confused Because I thought he was Australian
0: Wow, so Jared went from muting me Now muting Mallory Jared, I'm sorry I, me, I, I'm
7: a nice person
0: I thought you were one of those people That avoided social media Until you saw the thing And didn't complain about it oh, I, I, thought you mean, I don't media. follow
8: anybody who watches it <laughs> like, I wasn't following anybody who watched it. I'd already muted Martina, I'd got, like, that done early, and then surprise, surprise. <laughs> of all
0: people. <laughs> did you did you unmute me?
8: You're unmuted now.
0: Oh. Aww.
9: <laughs> <laughs> like, a <laughs> Don't test it, Ben, we'll
7: see how long that lasts.
0: Okay, well, sorry guys, but we'll just have to say, it. Danny wins Guatemala, so... <laughs>
7: I still don't understand this reference. (laughs) We explained this to you yesterday. I wasn't listening.
0: Just like the listeners to this show, you don't listen.
3: (laughs) Hey! Oh, man, thank you, guys. Shout out to Oz Network. You guys are awesome, man. Glad to be able to talk to you
0: guys. What's going on? Oh, not a whole lot, mate. Not a whole lot. Just uh, chilling, just uh, getting excited here to chat to you. I was going to say we're going to get it on like Marvin Gaye, but I didn't really yeah. want to be t- totally cliche there uh, for you when it comes to our introductions. <laughs> <laughs> and that might have sounded a bit weird if people didn't know exactly what I was referring to. But how often do people start interviews like that with you anyway? Come on. <laughs>
3: No, it's
4: all good. Let's get it on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. It's, uh, I, mean, the- I never thought I'd hear Walt saying the words, let's get it on. <laughs>
0: Hello. <laughs> Why don't you leave the bobsledding to the real men, yeah? Like, he's kind of got, like, that real, like, evil German accent um, But I love...
5: Is the- Wait, is there, a- is there a non-evil German accent?
0: Good point uh- <laughs> 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 Hello, my name is Josef, and I'm here to save the children
3: <laughs> Get away, get away!
0: <laughs> I want to see, like, the German
5: version of Pee-wee's Playhouse And just <laughs> see... <laughs> That's
3: the secret word of the day!
0: <laughs> Sesame Street or something like that. This episode brought you but a letter G! <laughs> <laughs> it's
5: a German Elmo, like.
3: <laughs> Elmo likes this! Elmo loves all the children!
0: We <laughs> need <laughs> to redo the, the scene we just talked about.
3: Go ahead, you Brenner! You go get your palace!
5: <laughs>
2: <gasps>
0: oh, not ground ice <laughs> Now you need a Jamaican accent Norma not ground ice <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love
10: Germans
5: Who has here the best and worst costume That you ever had for Halloween Jamie what was your best and worst costume
11: I don't know if I ever really had a worst one. I pretty much did the same thing all the time. It would either be Mikey from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mm -hmm. uh, which I can't talk properly tonight, or I would dress up as a witch. I always always wanted to be a pink Power Ranger, but yeah, no, never worked.
5: I wanted to be the pink Power Ranger too, but they didn't make (laughs) them in my size or shape. Uh, Jared, do you have a best and worst Halloween costume?
8: Uh, well, not specifically for Halloween because it's not really a thing here, unfortunately. Um, but best and worst costumes, probably. Do you know the car Brum?
5: Yes, yes. We d- yeah. didn't we talk about that on the Olympics? Or yeah, I think so. Yeah. So
8: uh, I dressed up as Brum once, um, and that was pretty epic. <laughs> uh, worst costume, I went as like a can of like hairspray to like a musical <laughs> like themed party to tie into the film Hairspray. Um, I think it was just a bit
4: too literal.
5: Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I'll, I'll give you my lamest costume because, A, it was lame, and I was terrified to wear it. I'll give that last. Uh, my best, I'm going to put this up there, was Scott Pilgrim from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which was <laughs> Halloween kind of coincides with the, the the major Comic-Con here in Winnipeg. And uh, Jamie's been trying to get me to dress up in, in costume for Comic-Con for years and I said, the only way I'm ever going to go is if I go with Scott Pilgrim, because all I have to do is buy a t-shirt that Scott Pilgrim wore in the movie and blue jeans. And uh, that's basically all I did. I had to make myself little wristbands that he wore, and that was it. Four people said Scott Pilgrim and got really excited, and about 10,000 others didn't know what I was. Uh, worst costume, a Care Bear.
11: Uh, <laughs> what? You dressed up as a Care Bear? No, oh, I didn't. So cute. No, I
5: didn't, and here's why. So... This would have been my it would have been my very first Halloween. We were living in the metropolis of, of Vita, Manitoba, which was a population of single digits, I think. Uh, we were on a farm like 2 hours outside the city. And I had been told about trick-or-treating and everything and I got really excited about it. And I think because I was so young, you know, my mom would explain it a certain way and I'm like that sounds like fun. She came home, and I was so excited. She's like, I got your costume here. I got your costume. I'm like, oh, great. And then I remember her holding it up. and It was just like one of those plastic Care Bear masks with, like, it's basically like a painting smock you put on yourself. (laughs) It's just supposed to be a cool costume, like cheap kids' costumes. And I screamed and hid underneath a blanket for the entire night. My sister ended up going out and asking for candy uh, for me. Uh, I was too young to understand because I thought at that age, if I put on the mask, I'm going to become this Care Bear and be stuck as a bear for the rest of my life. I was that young and didn't understand it. But I got so excited about trick-or-treating, uh, saw the Care Bear mask, and could not wear it. But I do remember later that night when they came home and I saw my sister wear the mask and take it off. I thought it was okay and I tried it on once or twice. But that was my terrifying story of uh, being a Care Bear. I, could, I guess I can get the gimmick of You know, pulling away at whatever that flowered... I don't even know what you would call that. To me, it looked like, you know, a giant flowered pinata that was sitting on her boobs. But (laughs) pulling that away is obviously supposed to, in some way, be like Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake, like the the, the nip slip or whatever. But Mm -hmm. butterflies, I mean, you've got crowds that go back hundreds of feet who was going to see what was coming out of here? I mean, the the, screen, the cameras were zoomed directly in on it, and I had no clue what was going on. And that's why it was so funny to watch this, that as this is all going on, they just keep cutting to shots in the audience, people just gawking with their mouths wide open, like, what am I watching?
0: I feel like, you know, that really set the tone for what you need to do to win this style of finale. Um, and so the winner of of last season you know like their reveals where it's like they took off a glove and all of these rose petals came falling out and then they took off their wig and all the rose petals came falling out of there and it was really effective so i can see how like asia's thinking let's you know let's up that and i'm gonna have a reveal where all these (laughs) butterflies are gonna come flying out from me across the stage across the audience But unfortunately, the butterflies didn't perform.
5: (laughs) And even leading up to that, Asia's, like, barely moving. It looked like Asia was spending the whole thing. Like, it was probably meant to be revealed maybe 15 seconds in. And then Asia's just sort of like, I'm shuffling my feet. I can't get this thing to open. Come on, butterflies, come on.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't get it open, and then, like, oh, no, they're not flying. Okay, I'll try and (laughs) blow them away. That's not working. I'll shake my hand. Apparently, at one
0: point, she
3: was, like, crouched on the floor, trying to pick ones off the floor to make them fly.
6: (laughs)
0: Oh,
2: no.
3: I stuck into the Marvel Universe through the TV show, Mm -hmm. and then I died right away. Ah. So, I don't know if I'm going to have to fight my way in or wear a mustache or something, (laughs) uh, because they're really weird about... I always think it's so strange. When we were kids, you'd see the same guy... On fourteen episodes of Bonanza, and one week he'd be playing a Mexican guy, and the next week he'd be from Ireland, and nobody gave nobody gave a shit. Yeah, but now yep. they'd be like, "Well, you're actually playing this character in the Marvel universe, so you can't be another character." DC or, universe, like, Daniel.
0: You-? Quickly switch switch our comic series. Go over to DC. You could be like, I don't know, Batman's third cousin or something yeah. like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I mean, at the rate they're going, I might eventually get to play Batman. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, there's there's been like 14 actors who played Batman. True. Eventually, someone's going to go, who's next?
0: I often I often do confuse you with Batman. Every time I see you on something, I'm like, he really looks like a Bruce Wayne. I can see him playing that, yeah.
3: I'm really right. He really, I could be the hero (laughs) you need me to be.
0: <laughs> wow, I think you we know, just sold some, sold some tickets right there.
7: <laughs> Whatever her mother's name is, throws the knife at her. Lavona. There is, there's no hope in that moment for me. I just yeah. like yeah. I watch it and I'm like, she just hates her daughter so much. Like, what is she doing? Whereas, like with Jeff, like you can tell that he feels bad.
0: Is Jamie okay? I mean,
7: <laughs> so, Jamie,
0: yeah, Mallory's making a very it. good point here. Jamie, I'm very proud of her. Jamie, I know we her. brought this. We know
5: we brought this up on uh, another episode somewhere. But have you ever thrust a utensil at a loved one and had it impale them
11: like this? <laughs> ben, did I ever tell you that I'm, I just met Mallory, so she won't know the story? But Ben, did I ever tell you about? Um, okay, and I'm gonna justify myself a little bit. Okay, beforehand. Oh, there was a period of time where for a couple of weeks uh, the brother who's just the next one older than me uh, four years older than me, he kept whipping me with Twizzlers and like... If That's you, abusive! If, if
2: you okay, wait,
7: wait, wait, wait can I just interrupt Twizzler, your story like, for a second, Jamie? It, what? Can I just interrupt your story for a second? They don't yep. have Twizzlers here.
0: In Australia. In Australia.
7: What's wrong they with you? Don't have Twizzlers. So... Why would
11: you care? They're not gluten-free. No, I... I... <laughs> It's it's a principle.
0: People enjoy Twizzlers, right, this, isn't best this isn't Bass Australia. This isn't Bass Australia. This is apparently Bass Jamie's brother. Yeah.
11: But but anyway, so with Twizzlers, like it, it freaking hurts when you're whipped with them. Like it hurts bad. You get like a, a lash mark or whatever wherever it's on the skin. Anyway, so he was doing this for a while. He did it one time and he made me so angry. I can still remember it clear as day. I was making Chinese noodles on the stove and there's a. <laughs> There was a pot of water that was already boiling, and I usually use just a fork to stir around the noodles, and I put the fork in the water so it was nice and hot, and I whipped it right out my brother. It stuck up out of the back of his head, (laughs) (laughs) and he started running running around screaming, and I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Meanwhile, he's dying. See, (laughs) (laughs)
5: look, did not laugh when she threw a knife at Tanya Harding.
11: And I... I wanna say that it was more funny because the fork did not fall out. It was literally on the back of his head sticking up and it did not fall down. It was sticking out for the full time he was running around.
0: Wow. Wow.
11: There should be pictures See, of it. See, there are messed up
5: people in the world and this is just their life. It doesn't mean they're abusive. You know what? Let's go. Canadians were not. <laughs>
11: <laughs> Let, let's see you be the only girl growing up in a family of seven brothers and see what Ooh. you do. Yeah, let's
5: see. What what would that look like, me being the only girl?
11: That's right. <laughs> you
7: poor soul.
0: My sister dragged me around with a rope and pretended I was a dog as a baby, and then she... Um, <laughs> Tripped me over and cut my head open that's about all that. she and her
7: parents didn't believe her and I, I, I locked her in a
0: wheelie bin um that's about
7: okay a wheelie bin is a garbage can that you put on the curb
0: that's what a wheelie bin is but like we just got them they were brand new and I was like oh because we were trying to like fill them up with water because we wanted to have a swimming pool because we were poor <laughs> she just spat water all over me Thank, thanks were for that you uh, we were you thriller trash pretty much but um so the- you got a beautiful new wheelie pin, thank you very much. <laughs> then I said, I said, I bet you can't get in there. So she got in there and she got stuck. <laughs> And she's like, Ben, Ben! I just went inside and I don't know, played Nintendo 64 or
2: something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh,
0: but yeah. in a weird way, this is relevant because people do this stuff
5: to each other and you could present it in a movie. Like if Jamie just had a falling out with her brothers or let's say, sorry, it'd be the other way around. If Jamie's brothers had a falling out with her and we had, you know, I, Stevie, you know, and <laughs> it was a story about how his sister abused Who him. Who the heck he is Stevie? Would, I'm, just, I'm not going to give real <laughs> names here.
11: Stevie. That's
5: the whole point. I'm not giving real (laughs) names. The names are changed to protect the innocent, you know? (laughs) Dumb name. (laughs) But if there was the I. Stevie movie and he was telling his story, he could very well tell it as like, my sister Jamie was terrible to me. She threw a fork and it stuck out of the back of my my head. head. You know what? And I'm not saying that this is like, oh, it wasn't abusive, but. The stories get mixed up. There's a when every character is a terrible person, like in this movie. When every character is a complete boob, like in this movie. Some of these stories, it's just what happens. It's you, just life. You
11: guys have no idea what I had to put up with. And oh, so now
5: comes the defense and, of and, Jamie. And some of the stuff I, Jamie. That my brother they did.
11: F- they farted in her
5: mouth. Oh.
11: Yeah, there was one brother in particular that used to f- like literally f- like, pin we me. We talked about this three down, days ago. Fart in my mouth, and <laughs> another thing that he did was. He was <laughs> He was vi- he was very talented at, at drooling and and <laughs> no letting his drool hang like honestly like more than you know what, what is a foot 12 inches honestly and like suck it back in probably yeah like a foot and a half and then sucking it back in when I thought it was gonna land on me and I would start to scream he would suck it back in and then do it again <laughs>
0: That's disgusting. what is wrong with Canadians? I-
11: you, me. You, you locked
5: know, your sister in a wheelie but, pin. But you know what though?
11: They, they would beat anybody up who even tried to hurt me.
0: Yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Like, hey, Jeff tried to beat somebody up who tried to hurt Tanya. Nancy Kerrigan.
0: Jamie, I think you would kick Colin's ass. Let's be honest.
11: <laughs> I don't know. Colin has pretty strong what? lower half. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie! you. Wow. Wait, I'm
2: sorry! Wow!
11: <laughs> sorry! That just happened? I just realized that I said! That I pretty much called you a girl from the whole- Boys, that,
2: That's no, not that's what not I was what he thinking! <laughs> the past.
5: I love how innocent Canadians are that- Oh, I oh wait, I get dory. it! We- weak.
11: <laughs> weak up her body? I- I get it. Wink. Okay. <laughs> um, that's
0: get back That's her. amazing again, Jamie, we know what that means. <laughs>
1: I'm going to do a role on my husband's show Get Shorty so I've got Four episodes of that, and that does shoot in LA, which is great, and really? happens to be written by my husband, so that
0: <laughs> that ticks all the boxes. You'd want to hope he'd cast um, you at some point. You'd want to think that maybe I yeah.
1: have to say, I have to say, there was a moment where I was like, "Dude, what 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 do I have to do here? <laughs> What's it gonna fucking take?" Um, and uh, he was like, "No, no, no, we sh- I should be so lucky. Here yes. you go." Not gonna
5: get our hopes up here but Rossi may or may not be online <laughs> we'll see if he's joining us in a minute uh, anyways here's a weird thing that doesn't make sense so the Cyclos they have this explanation of the stun gun here which I don't think was necessary I think it's clear uh, when did I just hear a beep on here <laughs> I'm here okay well let's add Rossi to the call Jamie you're gonna have to plug in here as well so you can hear him Rossi is here <laughs> We only just got up to the Cyclo's introduction. <laughs> you didn't miss much. <laughs> uh, um, just before we get to this, Rossi, you have watched this movie, right?
9: Um. So about that. <laughs> I got like three minutes in and I was like, I'm kind of over this Lord of the Rings Star Trek crossover project. <laughs> so I I got stop watching.
5: <laughs> okay, so Rossi's here. To say hello and give his take on the first three minutes of the movie.
9: Well, if you d- explain a scene, I'll, I'll give my commentary as per normal.
5: I'm <laughs> so glad that we're so prepared for this podcast. I, I would guess, even by the end of like, well, you can tell me, by the end of day one, were you already feeling tired, hungry, hot, exhausted, nauseous?
10: I'm going to tell you a nice, quick little story here. Inside scoop okay. Of Survivor Cooked Islands We um, In Survivor uh, The first thing they do In the morning of the game starts Is you get into gear Which is your your clothes for the game And they take pictures of you And they match it And they, they match it up To the picture of a Of a stand-in Wearing your gear Then we got Big breakfast It was all you can eat breakfast All you can eat Didn't matter You can, you can camel up If that was your strategy or, or whatever your strategy was Many of the people Went for the camel up strategy That's why I mentioned it <laughs> Then we got boated out, and then we when we got to the ship, it was a replica of the Bounty, uh, because that was where the mutiny the bounty happened. So this was not a motorboat that would just just ram through the waves like you would expect a, a, a modern boat to do. No, it would literally jump up on the waves and back down on the on, on the on the on the uh, the uh, the swells, and so with all that up and down, up and down. 90% of the cast, or, or or 18 out of 20, I don't know what percentage that is, um, was over the bow, puking their guts out. I think it was just me and Cowboy were the only two just sta- sitting there, staring at each other, laughing hysterically, uh, <laughs> while everybody was puking their guts out. Um, and then Jeff Probst comes out and says that we got a minute till the game starts, and Sekou couldn't stop puking. And the more that Jeff Probst kept telling him, like, we need to start the game. Like, we we're on a schedule. We have to start this at a certain point. I can't tell you why. Uh, it turned out to be because we were going to paddle out to our island and we didn't want to miss our, our 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 embarking point. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would make the, the trip that much longer. But Taku just kept getting worked. He, kept, he went from to <laughs> it got really bad. So Jeff probes counted him down. He said, I'm sorry, I got to do this. But I'm going to count down from 10, and you better be ready. <laughs> and he started counting down from 10. And the, every time Jeff Probst hit a lower number, Seku got worse. Oh. <laughs> He's like 10, 9, 8, 6. <laughs> he just got worse and worse. And when Jeff Probst hit one, I don't know how Seku did it. He swallowed his own puke and was ready to go. <laughs> Was, he was sweating bullets. He had the look on his face that you would expect to see someone who just swallowed like a like a gallon of their own puke. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to go, and I can tell you that had to have been exhausting to him. The whole experience of puking your guts out and, and basically showing up with nothing in your stomach and you just mm-hmm. puked had to have totally wasted. You know most of the tribe. So yeah, day one, it's a lot worse than people think it is. It's not. It's not from the hotel straight into the yeah. game. No
9: now, wonder he was voted right out, out
2: first. <laughs> and we're, yeah,
4: exactly. So there's there's definitely um things I can do but but I can't change wholesale like storylines. And plus as a, a freelance episodic director, you kinda come into a moving train that so you have to continue storylines. And I don't know what the continuing storylines were. Um that you know what the you know the b and c story on on Snowblind. um
0: it's not important there it's yeah look, <laughs> look i'm I'm saying he's scott williams wrote that one so i'll save all my um, you know uh negativities for him if we ever get him on the show but uh
3: yeah
4: uh, scott's the best <laughs> he, uh, scott scott will definitely come on your podcast he okay. him and i meet for lunch everyone he's been on ncis for years now and um but he's such a lovely guy and um He's 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 one of the good ones. Yeah, well I'll uh, I'll hip him to you guys and, and we'll get we'll get him on your podcast.
0: Tell, tell sure. him that we'll talk to him not just about the negative stuff. Like I'm, I'm sure like we can talk to him about other episodes that weren't snowblind. Uh but uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so watches a show on that I want you guys all to kind of just come together again and do something like I just I think my goal here secretly is to get all you guys like talking about the show enough that you'll all contact each other for a massive group thing and then I'll be the host, let's be honest. I'll just Fanboy it out, but <laughs> I just think that everyone you know needs I to get
1: doing, <laughs> I think what we should do, and, and you can maybe you can lead the way. Is I think we should bring the show back. They yes, it, they're doing it for Will and Grace. Absolutely, I hope that they're talking about Mad About You. Yeah, I think why not Roseanne?
0: Do that? I think the X Files. I mean, they're all oh, bringing Roseanne's them all back. Doing it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> why don't we bring ER and Third Watch?
0: Yes, and just like just don't even like have them separately. Just combine them. Like, uh, I know they're in yes. different cities, but you can still, I don't know, work out some way of doing it. <laughs>
1: you know, like. Yeah, I don't know. It's a sh- I like this. How well, I mean- can we do that? There's a really fast, we get, we, uh, we have SpaceX that we possibly use as yes. our ambulance or, or something, or maybe like a <laughs> bullet train.
0: Maybe the the hospital. What was it? Cook County burns down in Chicago, so the 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 staff have to go to New York, and they all work in you know. Then <laughs> you're all already there, right? Uh, so <laughs> there's Noel Wiley. Wait. George Clooney comes back. Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, that would be
2: fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Anthony.
0: Didn't no, I didn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> I like these ideas. I like these ideas. I think they're great. (laughs) Obviously not ideal, but I actually don't think this is the worst the worst outcome for Matt. He could be quite a quite a happy um, happy guy that's uh, just happening to have sex with his sister. Um, yeah. can, <laughs> so, I just, can I, I just stop mean, you it, for a it, second, Nick? I'm the Tasmanian here. I'm meant to be the one loosely defending <laughs> Matt's incestuous <laughs> behaviour here. If this is involving a sheep, then maybe I can understand you. Like this is a bit creepy, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Look, and, and like I say, just need to keep everything on the map the Matt perspective. You know, is that. Yeah, no, this is not normal for for normal people. But um, in terms of what Matt's been doing, this is nowhere near the worst thing that he's ever done. So, um, yeah, he, yeah, they should be stopping this. But it's also, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of other things Matt should probably have stopped as well. Oh, I just love you. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, no, Matt. Should, yeah, no, Matt should stop. <laughs> yeah, I could. I just feel like I'm digging a hole there, and it's maybe time to just stop. <laughs>
11: I just think, like, um, part of the difference that they had was with Henry Cavill being in here. And <laughs> here we go again. Yeah.
5: <laughs> he was just so beautiful.
11: You see, that? that's what James Bond needs. They need Henry Cavill to uh-huh. be in there and, <laughs> and have a part of either, either hero or villain. You're, you're, you, you could really, do anything. A tongue-tied there. Uh-huh. I know. The but, oh, my gosh. He's just
5: so beautiful.
2: Uh,
11: uh, okay, I have to tell you, okay? <laughs> no, I am actually kind of tripping over my words here. I have to tell you, I'm not normally a mustache girl. I like facial
5: <laughs> We needed to get to this, yes.
11: Yeah, okay. No, I know. I, I, lo- I love facial hair. Like, right now, how you have, like, stubble all over your face, I think that's incredibly sexy. I, I, I love that stubble on a man like that. But Don't I-
5: make all the ladies listening jealous, Jamie. <laughs> no,
11: no, listen, like, uh, goatees, it's like, meh. F- full face stubble uh is good, and not a lot of guys actually can. And okay, I just have to say that on a side note, because for you... know, you- we did
5: want to keep this, like, under 30 minutes, right?
11: No, I-, I know, but, like, for-, for you, it's, like, an inch underneath your eye, and you have hair all the way up to there, and then you have it, like, all the way down like to where your neck is and it's like that's so manly and sexy and not a lot of guys can do that that's that's the type of facial hair that i like i don't like it when guys have these i've
5: just fallen asleep
11: i'm just saying i don't like it when guys have these patchy little goatees or or even mustaches oh my goodness seriously the mustache works for him (laughs) i'm not even joking i'm watching him and i'm like i want him to tickle me with that mustache (laughs) Like you can you can put that like on any inch of my body, please. Okay,
5: um, tickle me with that. Let's stop sash. now before maybe, there may be kids listening. But I don't know. Uh, we need to play these clips back to back with uh, the conversation Ben and I had in the last episode. We were talking about the lengths they went through in Justice League to remove this mustache. Oh, this is this was the most. Expensive mustache in the history of Hollywood. Oh dear lord, it was. And I think Ben even said it's like this. Better be the the single most glorious mustache I've ever seen. You back it up.
11: Oh, so good.
9: I guess one of my like personal ties to this is um my uncle. He's a dentist, and so he'd always he loved the fact that this like story had this little kid or not a kid, an elf, I guess, wanting to be a dentist. (laughs) that's kind of my like exposure at first because he introduced me to it i think and so he has little christmas ornaments of the three main characters not main characters but three of the characters of Hermie, uh rudolph and the the lumberjack man whose name i don't know do they say yukon
5: cornelius yeah
9: yeah and so the three of them so i always love to see that like Hermie, and the they always make it on the tree every year so um but anyway, that's a tangent. I
5: just, I'm just totally picturing Uncle Rossi here. as like, kids, I want you to consider your future. Just look what Hermie the Elf decided to do with his life.
9: Hey, you. Hey, he can be a dentist if he wants to be.
5: <laughs> Is this how your uncle became a dentist? He was inspired by, you know, the, the, the misfit Hermie Elf? I don't know, Maybe. Let's get him on the show. We'll have him for oh. an interview next week.
9: Oh, of course. I'm sure we'll get hundreds of downloads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My name is Ben, and I didn't swear, you cunt.
5: And my name is Dixie Wrecked. I mean, Tess Tickler. I mean,
0: Colin. And my name is Noah, and sorry, Ben, not my type. My name's Nick, and I have no problems getting naked. My name is Ben, and I wouldn't say no to Bush, but I prefer Colin. My name is Colin, and I'm sorry, I got nothing
4: else. I'm bored!
0: I'm Nick, and rub a coat of this all over your genitals and make yourself hard. My name is Ben, and... I don't have a stupid haircut. And my name is
5: Colin, and the test results are in. I definitely have breast cancer.
9: My name is Rusty, and
0: you don't need eyes to bake a cake. And uh, I'm Nick, and I feel like I'm trying to sell semen at a whorehouse. My name is Ben, and oh hi, doggy. My name is Colin, and mustache.
11: My name is Jamie, and...
0: (laughs) My name's Nick, and uh, dildo sales are down. It's the goddamn economy. My name is Ben, and and listen... To this podcast is the worst idea in the history of bad ideas. My name is Colin Plus in
5: Westgate.
7: I'm Mallory and we go together like Lama 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 Kadinga dinga Dong.
0: My name's Nick and shouldn't you be getting dysentery shots? My name is Ben and what are you guys thinking, a gangbang? My
5: name is Colin and you've got a really warm
0: hand. My name is Darvell and touch me again and I'll kick your ass. My name's Nick and they should just be honest and rename the show Chef. My name is Ben and no fucking shit lady do i sound like i'm ordering a pizza my name is
5: colin and i have uh, a kind of okay feeling about this my name's
8: jared and it's another glorious morning that makes me sick
0: my name's nick and uh you want some cream on top and my name is ben and i hate you
5: my name is colin and but you look sweet up on the street
6: on a bicycle built for (laughs)
11: My name is Jamie and you can call me No Ball because I have no balls.
0: I'm Nick, and I'd like to know what an Adonis sounds like when he jerks off. My name is Ben, and you want to know what's weird? Every time I see you, I get a hard-on.
5: My name is Colin, and nobody wants to play with a Colin in the box.
7: My name is Mallory, and let me just touch it for a second.
0: My name's Nick, and my entire sexual history consists of a single blowjob from a man. My name is Ben, and I felt a lot of shame when my significant other told me that my vagina reminded him of a roast beef sandwich.
5: My name is Colin, and... Ben, stop sniffing my swimming trunks.
9: I'm Rossi, and the amount of people on this podcast are equal to the amount of people that show up to a Morgan
0: McMichaels meet and greet. And my name's Nick, and uh, you've got the tits of a 30-year-old. My name is Ben, and you were thinking of me while you were masturbating into my granddaughter's panties? And my name is Colin!
5: I got the city council chilling my eggs when I played you crashing the California Razors doing an all-male version of the Diary of Frank. Give me your badge!
8: My name is Jared, and I too once got two paintball tickets for my birthday (laughs) and just let them expire.
0: My name is Nick, and you know how hard it makes my dick. My name is Ben, and I'll bend you over my desk and make you my sloppy bottom till I get every last cent.
5: My name is Colin, and I have nothing to say because... This was a humorless movie without any funny lines to repeat in this opening introduction.
11: My name is Jamie, and it's mutual, I'm sure.
0: My name's Nick, and I'm I, and you have a penis. My name is Ben, and podcasting is all that matters, otherwise I would just drink and have sex all the time.
5: My name is Colin, charlatan, deadbeat, parasite.
0: Me. My name
7: is Mallory, and you want a juice box and some string cheese. Uh, my name's Nick, and the good ones you
0: forget, the bad ones are forever. My name is Ben, and my grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma I'm going to set your flag on fire. Talking about hey now, hey now, Ico Ico one day, Jocamocino ah. no no no, no. Blah, blah, blah blah blah.
5: My name is Colin. My brother's a virgin.
2: Is that really your name? <laughs> yes. That sucks.
9: <laughs> And my name is Rossi, and if I attempted to explain this movie, your brain would liquefy and
0: explode. And uh, I'm Nook, and when we get between the sheets, it's magic. My name is Ben, and when I was little, I had a cat. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one-liner of this movie.
5: (laughs) Maybe this is one of the reasons why I I still love Grant, because I can kind of um, identify with those a little bit. I mean, I don't know if you're the same way, like, maybe... I wouldn't even say it's different now that I've had a baby. I'm definitely comfortable with my baby. I'm comfortable with, like, my nieces and nephews. But if somebody brings their kid around me, I'm like, oh, hey,
0: yeah. there, guy. Oh, <laughs> believe me. Believe me. I am the same. Yes. I love my nephews. <laughs> I love my niece. Love them. I've spent the last week in a house with one child that I will not comment further without risk of getting <laughs> into trouble from authorities what I would like to do to it. As in, like, not, not in that context. <laughs> No, no. Not you that want, way. Do you want no to
5: tell us way. about your crush on twelve-year-old Ariana Richards?
2: <laughs>
0: no. no. <laughs> even laughing.
5: Oh, then. I am so happy! I'm editing this episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shit! That best of moment. <laughs> quick,
5: quick! Backpedal, Ben. Backpedal. <laughs>
0: I meant murder, not oh, it's so middle. much
2: better. <laughs> no, 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 it's nothing bad. I'm just talking about murdering
0: a child. God created Ben. <laughs> ben created a podcast. Podcast destroyed Ben. Because
5: Ben killed a child.
0: <laughs> but it's
5: okay, he could have done much worse. <laughs> <laughs> well back to your point
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were talking about awkwardness with children
0: little shit children showing up when you don't want them
5: What's so funny is that I wasn't sure how you would respond to Lex and Tim. So the only note I have at this point in the movie is, Ben and kids with a question mark we're sticking
2: out on all the of projects.
5: <laughs>
0: Why would I not react to Lex and Tim? You're always complaining we're when like children, children are in the
5: movie. We like and no, it's Tim. always like, oh, no, the kids, kid's in the movie
0: now. <laughs> As I always established, if the kids are well-acted and good characters, I'm not going to have a problem with them. These are good Well-written, well-acted children. Kelly is in the next one. The boy in number three is (laughs) tolerable. Actually, no, I don't mind him. No, no, actually, no, I like him. He's good. But the two in Jurassic World are shits. We don't like them.
5: (laughs) You only want to do good things to
2: these kids.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a little girl in the fifth one. She looks annoying in the trailer, so...
10: (laughs)
5: I I would say it's probably also something that maybe people took a little bit of offense to, who love the Mission Impossible TV show. When you're recruiting agents, and now they even talk. <coughs> Sorry. Oh. <coughs>
0: Whoa. <coughs> Whoa. <coughs> oh. <laughs> Are you having some of that uh, coffee that's been squirted with something, soon? <coughs> <coughs> but
5: um, where
0: was I going with that? <laughs> The toilet, apparently. I don't know. Jesus.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: you sound like an elephant choking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it sounds like we're going back to the days of Titanic with Snooty British. Men. Yes, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that's
5: how Max's henchmen talk.
2: <laughs> mm, I always check the batteries. <laughs> Mr. Cruz, it's not my first time.
0: I don't know what that was. <laughs> Ru-
2: running. <laughs> I'm running. I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: On your um, lasagna, get any on <laughs> I'm ready,
3: I'm
2: ready. I'm ready. That's like constipation, the way you just... Mm, mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: what is happening to this show?
0: I don't know. No one's listening. <laughs> um anyways, how have they not rebooted Lost already? All right, because like Murphy Brown got rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's sitting around in 2018 go, "Fuck, I want to see Murphy Brown again."
4: Apparently, some bringing Murphy Brown back. back. <laughs> Bring back Murphy Brown. <laughs> Although this is
0: coming from someone who's doing a, a podcast series about Third Watch, so hey, just come on a sec. Like, I'm not calling for that to come back. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm indifferent on whether that should come back or not because no one would give a shit if it came back. But I mean, okay, like in all fairness, if all of a sudden our third watch was coming back tomorrow, you would probably be a little bit angry, like "Hello, lost." <laughs> They'll do the Murphy Brown third watch crossover. <laughs> oh, it's been waiting to happen. <laughs> they're rebooting Northern Exposure, that nineties <laughs> r- random TV show. Oh, uh, well, have you? Have you- And they've rebooted. Heroes and Prison Bank and all these shows. And I'm not saying they should reboot Lost, but it is um, absolutely jaw-dropping that in 2018 they've not rebooted. Well, it. It's it's... Um, have you seen any of that show Manifest that started? Uh, it's kind of, the new uh, Lost. I looked, I looked at it and I decided it will be cancelled, so I won't waste my time. I've been wasting my time. It's pretty bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> when it started, what did they advertise it as? The new Lost. Like... Everything's the new Lost It's, it's been eight the show finished <laughs> The new Lost It
4: started 14
10: Well, Is it Manifest
0: better or worse Than Cynthia Watros gets lost <laughs> That's on par <laughs>
10: to, to be fair It looks dreadful. Some of the like, acting uh, Is it will, terrible absolutely. Like,
0: Let's be honest Network TV in 2018 Is nowhere near as it was In 2004 <laughs> I've been reading like the
4: comments about it on Reddit and like oh, oh I'm the one person who watched this <laughs> manifest I actually think it's really underappreciated. Oh you read my comments. <laughs> the characters and the storytelling <laughs> Like come on, look at it
0: <laughs> The only one that was the new loss that I actually found good was that Flash Forward. I like that show. Yeah, that was decent. It had Dominic Monaghan in it. Did. See I I, I used to be one of these people who watched all the new Losts, but um <laughs> I've given up on watching the New Lost. But I do remember they posted a trailer for manifest on Lost's official Facebook page, so
4: <laughs> it really is the new Lost.
0: Yeah. And it's 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 do you remember that one, The Event? That one kind of just like whittled off so much. Um What else the Under the Dome. <laughs> <laughs> God, that got tired quickly, didn't it? Two seasons in, oh, we're still under the dome!
4: But I was still under the dome. And uh, didn't they get out of the dome and then back into the dome? And,
0: oh. This is coming from a show that uh, we're covering right now where they get off the island, they're back on the island. Back on the
4: island. There was Alcatraz as well, mm-hmm. which had early in it. Yep. Revolution, which has gone awful.
0: um Murphy Brown, the new last... <laughs> I need to start advertising shows of the new Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Coming this fall. <laughs> it's the new Murphy Brown. Can we please... Critics are calling <laughs> Just quit doing this right now and start a pilot episode of Murphy Brown.
4: <laughs> I'm in.
0: Oh, my God. Anyway, um... <laughs> What what is the most successful new Lost, then? I don't think we can count cable shows. If it's going to be the new Lost as well, it has to be. That's a good question. Um, Maybe, I know it wasn't billed as the new Lost, but maybe Heroes was
4: the closest thing to Lost that lasted more than one season. What was
0: that? um, Revenge was really big for a while, wasn't it? Like, was that kind of a Lost, or was that more? I mean, I never watched it. I I don't know. Um yeah, probably Survivor. heroes. I would say. I mean yeah. it's you know, Manifest could have at least got a lost actor. on. Um, like, I, I hear it's Watros for a year, or Matthew Fox. <laughs> I, at least if you're going to kill it as the new Lost, get some lost actors in. <laughs> you, you see this new show coming soon. It's like, sorry, Matthew Fox, <laughs> Ciddi <laughs> <laughs> Jorge lost. Garcia, Dominic Monaghan, <laughs> Josh it's Holloway, Manifest. Manifest. oh, but it's not the new Lost. <laughs> it's Murphy it's Brown off. It's, it's the new Murphy Brown. They're all Sorry, a sitcom. sitcom. matter. <laughs> curly, and and <laughs> Mac <Matt>. Moya, uh, <laughs> Bibby. Oh. <laughs> oh Lord! God damn it! Rob, <laughs> Tim, <laughs> Moon, Sun. <laughs> oh god this is why it takes us four months to do an episode
4: Is we Murphy Brown in between yeah
0: secret secret project coming soon to the Osniel <laughs> <laughs> that's what we've been doing in
4: four months we can officially announce it now Yeah,
0: you know, like Eminem and Beyonce would just randomly drop an album like it's a surprise
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a Netflix and drop the whole
10: season of Murphy Brown <laughs>
0: The internet was <laughs> broken today, it's
4: that we dropped! Oh, a we... 100 episodes! <laughs> of Murphy Brown recap. Oh, 256 episodes, actually. Jesus. Of Murphy Brown
0: We better get started! Rica.
10: We crashed. We crashed the server. <laughs> we tried to do a Netflix and announce, release all the episodes at
4: once. <laughs> Surely there were some lost actors in Murphy Brown at some oh,
0: point. There's your project right now, Noah. You've got to find the six Watch degrees of Kevin Bacon, Candice Bergman, and Matthew Fox.
10: Oh, Haley Joel Osment is in the new Murphy oh, Brown. Oh God, you
0: know he's people are struggling for an acting job if they've got a son. <laughs> <laughs>
10: I can just see the ads. He sees dead people, and now he sees Murphy Brown. <laughs> oh, Lily Tomlin, she's
0: good. To be announced if she'll be in the new one or not. Ah, oh, no, I can't wait. I need to know now. <laughs> the new manifest, Murphy Brown. The hotel... Like, there's people in Vermont just walking around with skis and there's no snow, so they're, they're waiting. Again, there should be in Florida. There's plenty of snow in Florida. Um, <laughs> and then I, I I do like the housekeeper woman, though. She's maybe my favourite character in oh, this yeah. movie. <laughs> She's funny. Um, and, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to add. The, um, the fact that, yeah, like, nine people are watching their act. Uh, I mean, I'd be happy with nine people listening to this show, so I don't know what they're complaining about. And then the just of all the places in the world, it just happens to be the general's place. So, okay, good for them. Um, yeah, uh, and essentially, if we were a feminist podcast, which, let's be honest, we are, that this whole movie essentially comes down to men having to save the place because women can't pull in numbers. There you go. There's a feminist voice speaking for mansplaining this show or whatever it is. I don't know. Mallory, you're a woman. Are you offended by this?
7: I I feel like I was gonna make I was gonna defend the men, actually. Good, that's why. I it's love not that. well no, it's not it's not based on their gender, it's based on their fame. And the and girls aren't as famous as the guys. My
0: point is with that, uh, is that I is, agree with that, but somebody out there has probably written an essay about why this movie is sexist and why men have to save the day. Anyway.
5: I mean we could also go along with it and say that, you know, the goofy Jewish kid. Can only achieve fame when he pairs up with the handsome
0: white 50 year old. True. Exactly. Come on now. If we're gonna have that crap with Greece what? and friends <laughs> and all these other ones, then why aren't people doing this with White Christmas? Come on! Stay, stay true to your beliefs, people, in 2018. Come on!
5: Baby, it's cold outside!
0: Yes! White Christmas! I'm dreaming of a white, it's racist! I'm dreaming of a white Christmas! It shouldn't be allowed! <laughs> How come it's not I'm dreaming of a Jewish Christmas? Exactly! Or a black We're Christmas dead. or an Asian a- It's racist, it's inappropriate! I want it changed! <laughs> I'm dreaming of a politically correct Christmas. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Mallory's got nothing
5: to ask. <laughs>
7: I don't know what I can say after that. <laughs>
5: um. <laughs> I like the whole Just Fed thing because it's the only time where they really are like, you know, he gave his life to save ours and they like, well, his problem's over. Nobody's saying that about Dieter later on. Just the parts he didn't like. Why isn't Ian like, hey, show some respect?
0: That man died so that <laughs> yeah. we could live. <laughs> he pops up everywhere. <laughs> He's like, hey, show some respect later on. Are you okay? What's the matter? RJ's dead. Hey, show some respect. man. <laughs> <one. laughs> <RJ. laughs> I <laughs> um, need to re-edit that it's like every single season in Jurassic Park 3 when the black dude gets eaten by the spider so hey he was running towards the plane show some <laughs> <them> respect <laughs> the in Jurassic World, hey he was a greedy son of a bitch who wanted to turn these dinosaurs into <laughs> some uh,
2: yeah
5: endless possibilities um,
0: the scene with Dieter's death. <laughs> hey, I don't. This no, is so weird. Sorry, this is the funniest one of all. You're gonna laugh your shit off at this one. <laughs> and the Indominus Rex gets eaten by the monster. so Hey, he was genetically created <laughs> in the lab, Because he's T-Rex and Velociraptor. Show some respect. Anyway, he
5: didn't ask to be born that way. Show some respect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like um, the, what's his, uh rocket in Guardians of the Galaxy? I didn't ask to be created in a lab. <laughs> Oh, that just then reminds me of Austin Powers who was cutting easy. I was just never artificially created in a lab show some respect uh, where are we learn how to do a podcast Colin Hilding show some respect <laughs> to our listeners <laughs>
5: All they've heard so far is <laughs> sneezing, coughing, lawnmowers, <laughs> and <the laughs> fridges falling apart. Um, I've actually lost where we are. Oh, yeah, Dieter's death. Okay. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> it, it's, is
2: that what is Canadians that
0: what... say? Because your flag is just red and white? Like, I'm going to bleed on the maple leaf to make sure that it's still red. No, we
5: don't. Uh, but <laughs> we're thinking Canadians about changing our bleed. national anthem to. To bad day by Daniel powder so that's gonna replace. You no know, Canada, <laughs> that just that's sums short. up Canada.
0: <laughs> oh, we've had, yeah. a day, eh? we had a bad day. Bad <laughs> day. No, I think you should change it to promiscuous. That also sums up Canadians.
2: <laughs> promiscuous right. boy, wherever you are.
0: Aren't you with a Canadian? What are you saying? <laughs> Well, I'm clearly saying I'm having a promiscuous day. You're also with a Canadian. You're having a bloody bad day. So who's got the better partner here from Canada? She needs to want
5: to see me memes about people choking themselves with seatbelts
0: because they haven't had so sex in 40 years. She wants 48... to be promiscuous, but you're going 98 <laughs> days without pleasuring your wife. There's a problem there. You're having a bad day. <laughs> go. Another great Canadian national anthem, Colin. Your heart will go on if you actually do something with your wife. Don't you remember in the summer of 69 when everything was great? Oh, Ben, this is how you you...
5: do You'll do it for Jamie. This is how you remind me of who I really am, okay? (laughs) Oh,
0: don't be such a skater boy, Colin.
5: (laughs) Hey, um... Don't be such a uh, baby. uh, Um, nautical disaster by the Tragically Hip. (laughs)
0: Anything by Neil Young. (laughs) The Needle and the Damage done. Superman is dead. <laughs> Shania Twain. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> that do not impress me much. What William are Shatner. You- what was that one? William Shatner. <laughs> Don't you understand my joke? <laughs> now
5: we start mentioning celebrities' names. Alan
10: from- Thicke!
0: <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson!
7: <laughs> Jim Carrey! Justin Trudeau! <laughs> Justin Trudeau's father! <laughs>
0: The Queen. Oh wait, she just <laughs> runs Canada. Never mind.
5: <laughs> or they could have just gone the complete opposite route and just cast Philip Seymour Hoffman exactly. as a love interest because they got the chemistry,
0: and then everybody would have finally had confirmation about the rumors about Tom Cruise for a long time. So uh, I've <laughs> got i hope he doesn't listen. I mean- we just got sued. We just got sued. <laughs>
5: They're going to threaten, uh, he's going to cancel his publicity for Fallout unless we pull yeah. reruns of this podcast.
0: <laughs> let's be honest. We'd love that. It means people would actually pay attention to us. So please, yeah. Tom Cruise, <laughs> let's just say it. You're gay. Sue me. All right. Cool. Move on.
5: <laughs> hey, and come on. You know what? Philip Seymour Hoffman was coming off of playing Capote six months earlier. All right. Yeah.
0: Coincidence? It's not, not at all. John Travolta and John Cruise were hanging out together a lot on hold this movie.
5: On. So hold on a second. <laughs> Jonathan Rhys-Meyers, one of the things he was most well-known for at this point, was a movie called Velvet Goldmine, where he Mm. played a fictional version of Iggy Pop, who was constantly having gay sex with a fictional version of... Mick Jagger or something played by Ewan McGregor,
0: <laughs> which let's be honest, as soon as somebody in a movie is having gay sex, then in real life you're having gay sex. So Tom Cruise was having all the gay sex at this point. <laughs> um, Bing Rhames and Tom Cruise having the gay sex. Billy Crudup and Tom, gay sex everywhere on the Lawrence Fishburne. Take the red pill or the blue pill, whichever gets me hard, so we can have the gay sex. Like that's all it was. <laughs> Tom Cruise, sue us. Right now, we, we're saying it. Stop having the gay sex and sue us, okay? There we go. Podcast
5: made. Worldwide publicity. <laughs> Tom Cruise is gay, people. <laughs> He's not really.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Cruise. And, and even if he is, there's nothing wrong with that. We're just wanting yes. to get sued. All right? <laughs> like <laughs> That's it. We are defaming one of Hollywood's greatest actors live on air right now. We are admitting to it. Lawyers come after us. Please. I will have the gay sex with Tom Cruise and film it to prove that this is true. All right? So I can get sued. I want to get sued by Tom Cruise. That's it. Download the Oz Network.
5: This is one of those moments where we're like, do we put this in the best of? Oh, no, it's in the
0: best of. You know that for a fact. It's already in
5: there. You're listening to the best of right now. Six months later, you know this, people. <laughs>
0: it's, it's just so we could have a track on the best of called either Tom Cruise is gay or Sue us, Tom Cruise. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, let's be honest, South Park is still going strong 12 years later, okay? Yeah,
0: so, come on! Like, I mean, South Park was a big deal, but then this came along. I mean, you know, just think about the ramifications. If all of a sudden <laughs> we get the cease and desist, you know, remove that episode from Paramount Pictures, <laughs> we're going straight to the media, small, upstarted podcast that's struggling to survive, <laughs> faced with massive legal action. Whose side is the world going to take out? <laughs> like, come on.
5: Listen, I, I I think you're onto something here. I don't want to start any rumors, but I did hear that uh, Tom
0: Cruise and Kevin Spacey
5: oh. <laughs> once were working on a project together. Well,
0: yeah, and it was directed by Brian Singer and Harvey Weinstein yeah, was right. a producer. so yeah, yeah I, I heard that's that too. That's people. Yeah, it's it's yeah um <laughs> it's it's about time we speak out about this. You know, hashtag Me Too. Come on. Um, <laughs> Wow, um, that went down so fast.
5: The wedding scene where Tom Cruise marries a woman. <laughs> what do we want to talk about? She's
0: his beard, alright? This is all a <laughs> fake. That's all it is. He's having the gay <laughs> sex with the priest.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> My Tom number Cruise is, is 041. My address is to send all legal documents to. <laughs>
5: Um, (laughs) he does marry a woman here.
0: Uh, A woman, (laughs) inverted commas.
5: We don't want to start any other rumors here, but we did hear that Michelle Monaghan might have been Jonathan Reith Meyers in drag, okay? So, let's
0: just get that out there. That's all it is.
5: (laughs) But he goes along with it, he's like, you know, uh, uh, I'm willing, and I think this is where they have that, that... Uh, The guinea pig
7: conversation. The
5: guinea pig? What? There's a guinea pig conversation?
7: I'm so excited There's two! This is the first guinea pig conversation. You elaborate? No, no, no. They talk about how they're going to, like, test new materials, and, um, like, they'll be the guinea pigs, and the general responds with, well, I don't know much about pigs, but we can get you people or something like but, that. But,
0: oh, yeah, I know the pig line, yeah. You're completely yeah. underselling the fact that got me excited about this movie. She <laughs> says to me the other day, she says, there's guinea pigs in this movie or there's a guinea pig part in this movie. I'm like, okay, cool. That makes no sense, but I look forward to seeing cute little critters that, like, Colin's brother has that are all over Mallory when we're in Winnipeg. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she turns to me she's like, this is a guinea pig part. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's look forward to seeing guinea pigs. It's a line in the movie. Like, that's like. That's like me saying, like, oh, Mallory, Attack of the Clones, just stuff about sand, it's great! Like, the sand, you'll love sand, and then all of a sudden, this is a sand bit! And then, of course, it's rough, it's irritating, it gets everywhere. Not like here, though. Like. <laughs> it's, it's completely overselling. I wanna see guinea pigs in this movie! <laughs> there were no guinea pigs! There, but there is snow in Florida, Ben! That's something. Well. Okay, but it's no, not covered <laughs> guinea pigs in Florida.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, anyway um, you oversold this. Anyway,
5: so they no, not the guinea pig line. Mallory really is in love with this line though, because I was about to say the line where uh, he was saying it's like, "Well, we wouldn't be really good as generals," and he goes, "You weren't very good as private. So that's that's the line I was talking about that I really
0: like. I really um, like
7: that line as well. But the guinea pigs, come on, the guinea pigs, oh. <laughs>
0: It's more of a guinea pig um, movie than a Christmas movie.
5: <laughs> well, there's at least two lines about pigs in this, and there's apparently two Christmas songs. So Ben may be to something. Guinea
0: pig, Guinea pig month coming soon to the Austin Network.
5: Bill Hartman is kind of being a nice guy, and then other times when he's intentionally going out of his way to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna sleep with your wife, man," he's like,
3: "Put your dick away from my wife." <laughs> so
0: cool. <laughs> An underrated never use out of Schwarzenegger line put
3: your dick away from my wife <laughs> get your hands off the
10: nipples those are my nipples <laughs> I put my hands on the nipples every Christmas just like the star keep your hands off the star and the nipples
2: Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, <it's> pretty <laughs> uh
5: and then the lottery. <laughs> your know, better judgment. Uh, it's obviously was always intended to be this way, but I just, I just love everything Ellis does in this
0: movie. Um, he reminds me of Al Balan. Like, looks is it like. the beard? Yeah, like the the like, look I of mean- him. Like, okay, personality. No. <laughs> Secretly, Al was out the back of oh. Dulcie sniffing coke, <laughs> trying to crack on the Jill every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Spreken's talk <laughs> Come on I make million really dollar meals like this over breakfast Tim <laughs> Tim booby.
5: <laughs> I don't think so John McClane <laughs> Woo! I don't think John's booby. <laughs> oh my god we gotta do a mashup of these guys. But, like, um, you, can see the, the, you see the appearance, hey,
0: like they're very similar looking people.
5: Both <laughs> have dark hair and a beard. I mean, Al is about 50 pounds heavier. It's racist, Ben. Wears <laughs> flannel. I think Ellis is supposed to be like the sleazy, you know, uh, coked up, um, womanizing. This is everything Al Borland isn't. Come Al
0: Borland's a womanizer, you know, human hiding. Heidi. not. Even a Anderson. parallel.
5: <laughs> well, maybe you got something there. Uh, but you could not have drawn a parallel between two characters that are such polar opposites any more so than if you had said, you know who the Snape guy kind of reminds me of?
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> again, you know? Ben just being it's racist hot. again, just because two white people have a beard, they must be the same person. Snape and Jesus, both hot in book form. You know? <laughs> Well, have you read the Home Improvement novelization? i tell you what, that Al Borland. Oh, I think Fifty Shades of Grey gets you moist. Whoa.
5: <laughs> Alice and Al Borland, long-lost brothers, please. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to move on, otherwise this is going to go up so-
0: <laughs> But, yeah, we, we obviously, they get a break. dita has got to go to the bar, sorry, the ladies' room. To which Carter doesn't hear because Carter's listening to the best of Enrique or something like that. (laughs) That's Enrique, Enrique, Enrique. Enrique. (laughs) 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 Um, Can can we just point out? I love like when Dina goes to the bathroom. Dina was busting to do a shit because he's like, (laughs) (laughs) right? He's trying to undo his. He's all like, oh, 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 oh. He's to get it open. He's busting. Poor old Beta. And then a little Comfy comes up to him. He zaps it with his cattle prod. He obviously, like, lets go of a couple of nuggets. And then the next thing along, he's like, walking, <laughs> walking around the forest, shouting out, Carter, Carter. Now, okay, we get it. Carter's listening to Enrique's CD. But what, like... <laughs> Carter's, like, so close to everyone else. Why does nobody else hear? Poor old Data. I know! Out. <laughs> Why doesn't one of these guys just go, Oh my God, Carter, can't you hear him? <laughs> they're, like, three feet apart. <laughs> everyone hates Dieter, clearly. It's like, oh, there's Data again.
5: You know what it is? Like, everybody else is just, they're hearing it. But they're also hearing the music playing and Enrique's most famous song was
2: la la la, Katia, la 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 <laughs> la la
0: they are all having like a big dance run in the jungle
2: like la, la, ta, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyway Poor old He falls down a cliff and he gets tapped by compies uh, he gets rid of some of them before getting attacked and eventually succumbing to death in the river. I do like, um, the scenes though when we've got, cause I think they, they set this up quite well. Cause you know, obviously we've only seen these little compies, uh, attack a little girl. So we know that they're going to be a bit vicious, but Dita doesn't know that. He thinks, uh, based on his experiences are easy ones to overcome. But I do like it when we kind of got them all on him. You've got that one of like the comp, like, Biting his lip, like ripping his skin off his <laughs> no. lip, um, and it's you know it's it's a I don't say fun, fun's not the right word. It's a very dark scene, I guess, kind of. It's it's, it's graphic mm-hmm. as best as you can have in a Jurassic Park movie, um, but you know I liked Dieter. Blink and you miss him, but you know yeah. more than AJ's death. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <so> <laughs> meanwhile, as he we see the blood go into the stream, cut on and on and on and on it, and on and on. <laughs> to keep the rock. But are we not about to get to maybe the most famous scene in this whole movie, where after yelling at each other for five seconds, we're all of a sudden back up on the roof to... Oh, I think we all need to do our own version of this right now. (laughs) To which uh, Johnny walks out of the thing. I did not hit her. I did not. It's a lie. I did not. Oh, hi, Matt. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this. Um. All right, Rossi, your turn. I did not hit her. I did not.
5: <laughs> Jamie's doing it in the back. Jamie, come here. Give me your rendition to see <laughs> Jamie, come here. <laughs> They're not seeing you if
0: you're dressed or not. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Jamie, it's alright. We've already seen boobs today. We're all good. Uh, <laughs> give your rendition to the scene.
11: I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> hey, Mark. <Mom.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Can you get Casper to do it? <laughs>
5: <laughs> He's in the stage right now where he's starting to repeat things that he's hearing other people say. So, like, he goes to daycare, and all of a sudden he starts coming back saying, oh, dear, to everything. And now Jamie's trying to change his diaper, and he's coming back, and he's saying, go away, because he's hearing other kids say it. I swear to you, by the end of this week, with the amount of times this line is quoted, he will be saying, oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark.
0: (laughs) I really want to hear Rossi do it. (laughs) Um...
9: I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark.
4: (laughs) I did not hit her. I did not.
5: Oh, hi, Mark.
0: Oh, hi. It's just like the biggest shift in tone in movie history. It's like coming out of this thing and just like, I did not do it. I did not hit her. I did not. Just like, frenzy time. Oh, hi, Mark. And meanwhile, we haven't even been shown a scene
5: where he's been confronted about hitting her. Like, how yes. does he even know this? <laughs> yes.
0: Like, it's just randomly popped up on the grapevine. Like, you know, oh, guess what? That that Johnny, that banker guy, everyone's <laughs> favorite customer, has been back at bashing his wife again. <laughs> Classic Johnny.
5: And that's why I think that scene with the girl and the oh, the record store girl. And the same thing here with Ilsa is in the movie because both of them are just kind of subtle. Not... <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm You're sneezing. We have the most professional podcast on the internet. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm totally going to hold out. I am going to end this episode with the most massive fart you have ever heard on the Oscar <laughs> Network. <laughs> we got to get out every bodily function by the time this episode's over.
0: (laughs) Well, I know what what I'm volunteering for then at the end. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I need three pictures of Kevin Bacon and a picture of Pierce Brosnan's chest there, and I'll be good. (laughs) Achoo! (laughs) Ow, that at my man boobs.
5: (laughs) Ben's snorting something hard to make him sneeze like that. (laughs) Put some air on your chest.
0: You can put a muscle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that other one? Movie madness. They've probably got listeners. Movie Mavericks. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't do this on the Movie Mavericks. <laughs> Mavericks. Even them liking Mission Impossible 2 Like, God damn it. <laughs>
5: It was great just showing how much work we put into editing these episodes. And granted, this is late in the game. I mean as we said, we had some delays getting these last two episodes out there. But we will keep in Ben's obnoxiously loud sneeze. But me actually laughing at Ben's jokes, I mute myself. I don't want
0: <laughs> I don't want to be associated with someone who <laughs>
5: I'll yawn on the air, but I don't want people hearing me laughing at Ben's jokes. It's just totally inappropriate. <laughs> Did you legitimately just mean? Oh yeah.
11: No, no, no. I know. I knew it, but I forgot it.
5: Okay. Um. So when oh. Nonstop came out, uh, it had, I guess it had been out a couple of weeks, but I was Come holding on, off that on, was on watching 2014.
11: it. 2014. That was like four years ago, and yeah. only, only now am I redeemed. Well, how
5: many Liam Neeson movies have I been able to see in the theater since then? I
11: don't
2: know.
5: Okay, so here's the reason why, is you keep delaying me telling the story. Uh, It had been out for a few weeks. It was my birthday. We went out to eat. We were going to go to a movie after that, so we're with several people, and it's like, oh, what movie are we going to go see? And then I'm like, well, you know, I kind of want to see the Liam Neeson movie nonstop, and Jamie's like, what about the Muppets? Because the Muppets Most Wanted came out at that point, which was a sequel to a very good Muppet movie. Uh, I think it was just called The Muppets, the 2011 version. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess we can see the I've got to mind The Muppets. I guess we could see it. But I'm like, yeah, but I was thinking the, the Liam Neeson movie. You're like, I want to see The Muppets. So, several of our friends start going, it's like, well, you know, it's Colin's birthday, so I'm okay with whatever. Just whatever movie you want, Colin, we'll go see that. I'm like, yeah, I really wanted to see nonstop. <laughs> Jamie, no joke, no exaggeration, starts slamming her fists on the table, stomping her feet on the ground, and no, Muppets, pits, Muppets, pits. My pits, my pits. And then I'm like, well, I guess we're seeing the Muppets then. And of course
11: he gave in because he loves me.
5: Well, I just didn't want to deal with the wrath of Jamie throwing a temper tantrum in public.
11: That I didn't get to see my Muppets.
5: Yeah. And we watched the Muppets. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My time to speak. I've been waiting four years for this. Let's clarify. I was waiting four years for this. (laughs) We watched the Muppets. And all of us, like there's probably six or seven of us, all of us were like, yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> really disappointing. I
11: I wanted to clarify that I don't throw uh, tantrums in public. I know how to control myself as a regular <laughs> adult. I just choose to be funny at certain times. But now I feel really dirty because you're sick and diseased and stuff like that. I had that. to cover your mouth
5: so with I could the, finish my story? The,
11: yeah, with a bad cold. And now you got your <laughs> germs all over my mouth. I'm going to get diseased and sick. I'm you're not a,
5: diseased. I have a cold.
11: Ugh.
5: Uh, but anyways that's the story that we've been teasing for a while now (laughs) top 10 Liam Neeson movies ranked backwards now I'm gonna give my overall review of them backwards as we do this here 10th place what?
11: I'm just trying to think of what I could tell people that's embarrassing about you. Like you wear all your underwear until you have like gigantic holes. Every guy
5: wears their underwear until they have no, gigantic holes. Liam Neeson has gigantic holes like, in his underwear like in like this movie.
11: A baby's head could fit
5: through that hole. It's so bloody big. I guarantee, maybe not in commuter because he's very well dressed. He's a businessman. He's had a bad day, but I guarantee at least in. Walk among the tombstones, or, or definitely and Run All Night, Liam Neeson had holes like, in his underwear. Like,
11: it, mu- it must be a guy thing. Like, honestly, it must be just something where I, being a woman, being the one who's taking care of you, just has to buy you underwear because you simply can't do it yourself. You're just not capable. Every guy
5: has holes in his underwear. <laughs>
11: yeah, okay, but yours aren't just little holes. Like, I could put my whole fist through it, okay? <laughs> like, that's wrong.
5: Um... If, if William Niece is on Twitter, we're gonna ask him, do you have holes in your underwear in any movies? Uh, and you know what?
11: I'm sorry. I grew up with seven brothers. There's not much stuff that grosses me out. If you get to know me, you'll understand that there's nothing that I'm really squeamish about. Just like, you know, when I, I just did laundry, and so it was all clean. It was clean people. It was not dirty. Clean, right from the dryer. Fresh. Smells nice. It's clean. And Colin thought I was, like, so weird and disgusting because all of a sudden I come out of a room running with his <laughs> underwear on my head just <laughs> making turkey you noises, know, And he's like, oh, that's so gross. Get that off your head. I'm like, well, it's clean. I'll tell you
5: why even washing it does not make it okay to put underwear on your face. If you went to, you like to go to thrift stores and buy, like, clothes. <laughs> if you went to a thrift store and somebody had underwear there, would you ever even touch it?
11: Well, no, but that's different. They're not my husband.
5: Okay, but they—they they could be much cleaner than your husband. They probably don't wear their underwear until there's holes in it. That's why they're able to donate it to this store. I
11: could see. I could. You just
5: spat on me when you laughed there. Can you wipe my arm?
11: <laughs> because it's so funny. Because I can put your underwear on my head, and not even because of the leg holes, but because your your holes holes, I can have eye holes. <laughs>
5: Every guy has holes in their underwear. Every guy. I want out.
11: people to comment on this and tell me if they have gaping holes in their underwear. Yeah.
5: Uh, hashtag. How big are your holes?
9: Are <laughs> hearing from Shangela? Talk about her favorite HBO show. Like.
5: I wonder if uh, Shangela get... like cosplays as Daenerys Targaryen or
2: something. Oh my
9: god. Next, you know, when Shangela turns for the fourth time. Mitchell the first fourth time drag race contestant. (laughs) Maybe we'll get a a cosplay of that, or maybe next episode. Maybe that was all a big tease for the final runway. Who knows?
5: This is the this is the ringer challenge. Like, all right, everybody, your final challenge is Game of Thrones trivia, followed by Game (laughs) of Thrones cosplay,
9: by um, then live action role play. (laughs) It looks like. Where are we going with this?
5: Followed by Hum the theme of Game of
9: Thrones. Yeah, a musical challenge.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Lip sync to this. Dun, 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 dun.
9: <laughs> Somehow, BB will still not know the yeah. words. <laughs> 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 um, I also wrote in my notes at this point that Shangela is getting the woman and woman edit, um, which I classify as the oh. one who's so obviously the winner, but like... I feel like, won't win. I don't know. And I'd probably chalk this up to all the Game of Thrones stuff, because we're getting the narration story from Shangela. Like, no one else is narrating mm-hmm. like Shangela. Shangela is the penner of the season.
0: They're <laughs> actually breaking something... into the Canadian version of the Kremlin, which yeah, is they're They're is breaking into the, the,
5: the Manitoba Legislative Building.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we did it. We're, we're totally Ethan Hunt. <laughs> They're breaking into the Royal Canadian Mounted Police Headquarters. <laughs> oh, hey, come on in. <laughs> you want the secret files? Here you go. <sighs> <laughs> That's so what? Like, I want Canadian Mission Impossible. Dun, dun, <laughs> Dudley do right. Ryan is little horse.
5: We're out of syrup.
0: Bump, bump,
5: bump, 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 bump Oh, bump, no. We've got to go break into <laughs> Please don't
0: shoot me. I'm going to climb the CN Tower. Oh, don't get to wear your safety harness. Uh, okay. Ta-da. I'll, meet, I'll meet you at Timmy's afterwards, eh? How built those How built those leaves? <laughs> <laughs>
5: I can't. <laughs> How about that, Robin? Thick. Dun,
0: dun, 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 dun That's dun, a nice dun. plane. Oh, you should see the sled dogs, eh? <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dan Damn Oh, Fires. I win with my universal health care. <laughs> <Ta-da! laughs> Oh, Tom Cruise, are you gay? You can get married here legally. You're all welcome. <laughs> Again, these episodes literally are like an hour long. We just add the extra two and a half hours to it. <laughs> And then, like, basically... The riding the pony motion? I don't know, like, how I... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on a podcast right now. I'm motioning me sort of riding a pony, like, thrusting his hips. Like, pretending okay. he's fucking her, all right? Like, just put it out there, right there. But okay. then... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just well, trying to paint a picture. D-
4: the, yeah, the song does go, If you're horny, <laughs> let's do it.
0: Ride, Ride it. My pony. my pony There we go uh, My, my saddle Is waiting, waiting. on, Jump on it Ladies and gentlemen I didn't ben think Models you knew I didn't think you, <laughs> I didn't think you knew that song Oh come on everyone knows that song um, <laughs> yeah. Well maybe I don't know But <laughs> Oh where are we going with No the- I've seen The Lion King That's about it Move on <laughs>
10: Even
5: that, I mean there's scary parts to the Lion King. There's there's Akuna Matata, you know? But <laughs> terrifying, that song. Don't stop singing it me nightmares. What a wonderful phrase. I meant no! I meant there's terrifying parts and then there's Akuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> I like I was that kid who was just uh, up late at night
0: is like, "No, Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata. he was a young warthog. When he was a young warthog."
5: <laughs> um who are the the two ones that sang that song? To to uh, mine and Pumbaa. Pumba yeah, Nate, <laughs> like Nathan they're in the Lane closet. And they're under my closet. That bed. other
0: guy. Nathan leans under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan the Taylor Thomas turned into Matthew Broderick. How did it happen? <laughs> <laughs> and why aren't they doing any movies anymore? Don't replace it with new people in a new Lion King because it's stupid. No. <laughs> Hashtag bring back Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Matthew Project for the Lion King live action video.
5: <laughs> no, I mean, but, and getting back to my point, you know, Tilly's a captain, Lorca is a fugitive, um, the Burnham is, you know, the captain of the, the Szechuan. What are you doing? <sighs> no. I'm sorry. I wish that we had a camera on I, this episode.
11: I, I just came home from work a little while ago, and any woman that's listening will understand that you have to take your bra off as soon as you come home, and I forgot to. I
5: love how I always give you, you know, the the freedom to have your privacy when you do these ridiculous things, and I ask you, do you want me to edit this out? And then you'll be like, so I was just taking my bra off on air.
11: <laughs> Whatever.
5: And you sniffed it. <laughs>
11: Why were you? sniff I it? Did, Because I, I was like, oh, I need to wash this. <laughs> It's not that bad, but I need to wash it. I didn't throw it in last time. Can we stay
5: on topic for one week?
11: Why are you embarrassing me? I didn't watch it even though <laughs> I sniffed it. Well, you know, it's not like it's my underwear where my butt was on it. Like <laughs> it's just like boop sweat. Everybody gets that.
5: Seriously. <sighs> You think Tilly got boob sweat in this episode? Can we get this on topic by talking about boob sweat? No, you know
11: what? I feel sorry for guys. You know why I feel sorry for guys? Why? Like fat guys. You know why I feel sorry for them? Because if they have moobs or or whatever and stuff like that, they don't wear bras. And they must get boob sweat (laughs) (laughs) underneath their moobs. And they have nothing to absorb it. So it's like really gross and sweaty underneath their moobies. Uh, (sighs) Um... (laughs)
2: That's that's
0: it. You know, you've been doing this show for for a couple of seasons now. You, you're fantastic, and I feel that only a couple of times it's been brought up that you are blind, and it's it's great. The fact that I mean, it's not great that you're blind. That's sad, but like, it's great. Hey. that you. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it like that. I, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no.
4: No, you're
3: good, man. You are good. You are good. I, I mean, the,
4: the way I look, the way I look at it is, hey, it's. I mean, yeah, Sometimes it does kind of get to me a little bit, but hey, the, the gotta do, the, gotta do was, the best with what you have. But go the, on. The
0: point I was trying it to make. Takes a, it takes is a that lot it's to Great me, to have you on the show, and to to for us to be able to discuss these episodes without it ever really being a factor. And I appreciate that, and I think that's great. And I I commend you for you being you. There you go. <laughs> Did I well, dig thanks, myself man. out of that hole? Uh-
4: <laughs> well, you really didn't dig yourself into a hole to begin with, because like I told you, it takes a lot to offend me. You are it it's gonna take a hell of a lot more than that. I'll work
0: on something and I'll yep. see if you hang up on me once.
4: Um- <laughs> um- <laughs> And I think I, heard, I, think I, heard, I think I heard Mallory kind of laughing in the background, too, like, uh, Ben, I think you might be digging yourself a hole She's here. She's like, stop, Ben, stop. Just don't. Just don't. Well, um, Mallory,
9: everything's good. We're cool. They're definitely going to struggle. They're obviously not going to make the final three, but I'm hoping we get more personality out of them because they're such, a, they're such an interesting team. Like, yeah. these competitive eaters now are trying to race, and that one guy really sucks.
5: Is he the short one?
9: No, the taller one. The sucked. taller
5: one does. See, the only thing I picked up on this episode was that when they really were sucking, I guess as a team, I couldn't identify which one sucked worse. But, but when they were really struggling, the short guy, he has this look, and it's kind of just the way he naturally looks. It's this look of defeat that just looks dumbfounded. And I kind of <laughs> laughed at it looking at him. He makes me laugh to look at his face. Uh, wow. I'm not saying, you know, bad or that's not insulting. Right. It's just...
8: You're turning into bad <laughs>
5: That's a horrible thing to say. Does <laughs> do I go around calling you Hitler? What's wrong with you, Rossi? <laughs> I'm waiting for an I'm, apology. I'm That's what I'm waiting for.
9: Yeah, I'm waiting for your apology of Tim oh. or Joey.
5: <laughs> All right, I apologize to either Tim or Joey. Rossi's favorite team where he doesn't know the difference between one or the other is just the one who sucks or the one who sucks worse. Rossi's your biggest fan. I apologize for insulting you. I went too far. Thank you. You know, we see a character that appears later on a very background character that appears who's that in was the first It's
0: so confusing because that guy in jail looks like a Sergey and then I keep hearing <laughs> Sergey and I see the name Sergey and Wait. I'm like, well clearly it's the Russian Are ugly s- dude.
5: Are you saying all ugly Russians look the same to you? Yes.
0: <laughs> racist. I'll admit it. That is racist. <laughs> My family that's why I, that's why I don't call Maria Sharapova Sergey because she's not an ugly Russian. She's an attractive Russian. <laughs> like Anna Kournikova.
5: Like, who's that Sergey Kournikova girl?
0: <laughs> Vladimir Putin's attractive.
5: <laughs> His horse's name
0: is Sergey. <laughs> <laughs> Sergey uh, Lenin. <laughs> <laughs> that's about all the famous Russians I know. Sergei
5: Gorbachev. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rosa uh, Sergey Kleb of San uh, Yes,
0: yes. Um, there was that swimmer, Alexander Popov. Uh, Sergey Popov. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: it's never ending.
0: <laughs> Sergey, Russian national hockey team. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sergey Ovechkin of the Stanley Cup winning Washington Capitals Olympic Gabitels.
0: athletes from Sergey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rossi, your thoughts on the ending?
9: (laughs) They spend the entire time on the island trying to convince us that these people are going to be in love. Yes. And (laughs) you want, like you don't even, that's the ending they want us to give us in the second half of the movie. Second, like third of the movie. Is that these people are going to fall in love and they're going to stay in love. And the movie's like, "Ooh, we're going to be clever. We're not going to give you that ending." But why waste our time for the entire movie convincing us that they're going to fall in love just to have them not fall in love? It's like the biggest like tease ever. <laughs> it's just such a letdown. Like, it's I don't not. Even a, care.
5: It's not even a tragic ending. It's just. <laughs> it's just a dull ending.
9: It was just so upsetting. Like. I don't even like Colin Colin made a good point like I don't need to have the perfect ending like I don't need to have like the beautiful like rainbows and like and they live happily ever after but like at least give us a deserving end and give us something that's worth you know our enjoyment like give us something enjoyable to watch like that was just uh, so unfortunate and I do have to disagree about her husband if he ha- has any slight inkling that she's not going to be like Happy? Why is he forcing her to be married to him?
5: She's not forcing. He was. She was perfectly happy married to him before. He hasn't done well, anything wrong.
9: We learned that she was unhappy in her life. I can only assume a part of it maybe is her marriage. So that's
2: why, never told so to us in the movie, it. though.
9: Well why would he force her if he obviously she obviously has feelings for someone else and he's forcing her to stay married. He's been
5: stuck. she's been stuck on an island with one person. like if she she was probably thinking to herself, at least this is what would be going through my mind if this is my wife.
7: He didn't hey, do it out of
9: love, he did it out of breed. No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, what he does did. he He doesn't
5: get anything from her. He gets a miserable woman. Yes. So what does he get? Nothing. But
9: he still so he wanted that. She has, money. she has money, he doesn't. <laughs>
5: I'm telling you this as the married person on this podcast. If this were my wife, I'm going to say, don't talk to that guy.
9: <laughs> because you're being let's selfish. Be no, it's Jamie's not selfish unhappy. at all. It's my wife. Let you... Jamie be with Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Colin. You're being so inconsiderate.
5: No, this is... it's are forcing a, her. It's such a wrong ending for the movie because she's not a bad person and let's look at he's this realistically. There's, wait, yes, he is. He, he wore a nice shirt. She insulted him. He treated her to this cruise. He never said anything bad to anybody. He was polite to the staff when she wasn't. This isn't – he's not – there's nothing wrong with the husband in this movie. We don't know enough about him to know if he's a good person or not. Doesn't the movie good about make- him. What's good about him is that he's not willing to just let his wife run away because she was stuck on an island with but some she's guy.
2: Love. <laughs> she's not a little disgustable. Yes, I,
5: I love that she's the one holding her back from being with the abusive rapist Rossi. do you remember?
9: They got drunk. They did charades. They made love.
0: <laughs> how, how is it that the biggest debate um, probably in the history of you 2 I've ever heard is on the podcast for Swept Away? Uh, <laughs>
9: Well, an because an, an Colin is offense. an idiot when true love is involved. <laughs> but the fact <laughs> is, that he's
5: in love with his wife. She, like, she, why should he give her up? He's fighting to keep her.
9: <laughs> I, I. He didn't <laughs> fight. He just tricked her <laughs> to
5: stay married. Not tricking it all. Okay, this is my whole point. Madonna at one point probably thought we'll never be rescued. Now, if Jamie's on that deserted island and she has sex with Henry Cavill. I'm waiting for her reaction.
9: She doesn't need to be on a deserted
5: Colin, she's deal.
0: already gone into another room but, to think about that a little bit further. It's all good.
5: <laughs> but if that happens, in some way I'm going to think to myself, you know what? She was probably thinking she was there forever. She was never going to come back to me or Casper or anything else. But when she's back, she's back. She still agreed to marry me. Colin, Colin. You know, she still... Views forever. If Mallory is off with Henry One Cabo, of the Ryans... <laughs> Ryan Gosling or something like that. On a deserted island, she comes back. Are you intercepting the note, Colin? If, if Mallory is on what? a
0: deserted island with Ryan Gosling, she ain't coming back. All right, she is there forever. There would be military trying to drag her off the island, and she's planting herself on that island, never to be seen again. If I if I see if I see a news story saying Ryan Gosling missing with a random Canadian girl, expected dead, <laughs> I'm assuming I'm screwed. All right, back onto you know finding someone else.
2: Well,
5: let's let's stick with Ryan Gosling because you know this Ryan Reynolds he's going to divorce her in about three <laughs> weeks. But uh, Ryan Gosling is more class than that, right? But like, here's the thing: he is not a good guy. Like, like uh, Italian guy, PP or whatever. He's not a good guy from what we've seen. We don't know anything is wrong with the husband. There's a very easy way to spin this movie where that husband is the hero, and we also know that this is a woman who has already told at least one character in this movie i'm going through a midlife crisis do we honestly believe that if she ends up with this guy she's sticking with him that she ends up with pp she's sticking with him they're broken up three weeks later
0: in all reality I, I, and she's coming- i agree with everything you said but here's a curveball for you it seems as like you've got a castaway picture as your uh profile one on our <laughs> uh, swept away Um, when Tom Hanks comes back into Helen Hunt's life, she's gotten married and moved on, but she's still technically married to Tom Hanks, though, so where's the line there?
5: Well, they were only engaged, if you remember Castaway, but there's a perfect example of how a movie like this is done right. Helen Hunt's like, you know what, like, we were engaged, I would rather be with you, but I made a commitment to my husband when you were gone, and I'm not gonna throw away my entire life for this, and... He's like, fine. I'll move on. Castaway is not the wrapped up in a neat little package ending. Sorry to spoil it for everybody. Uh, that any other movie is. I think Castaway is one of the great endings in movie history because it's completely not what you expected, and it's completely realistic. This movie is not realistic. This this movie just makes no sense. It's not
0: realistic because um, Madonna is nice for about five minutes in this movie. Is that basically what we're trying to say? <laughs>
5: Or to think that there are this many men who are just that desperate to be with this woman forever. Well,
0: I mean. This
5: was clearly written by her husband
0: at the time. <laughs> um, alright, swept away. We're done. <laughs> I have also found some fanfiction, uh, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so just a couple here. Um, year 3000. This is on fanfiction.net. This is by an author called Sam Morgana. And this is the, um, the synopsis for this one. Of what happens when a confused Frank is locked in a suite with nothing to do except think about the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, this is quite short. I can read some of this. Locked in his suite, Frank Poole sat cross-legged on the heavily quilted mattress. There were many things on his mind, most of which were 1,000-year-old memories and questions to bombard Indra with when she finally returned. As he began to sink deeper into his reveries, a firm knock on the door caught his attention. Much to these annoyance, the door opened and could give a reply. Okay, this is boring. Where's the bit about the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> anyway, all right, okay, I that like one's crap. But pictures, there's another one here. Do you agree, Dave? <laughs> Here's another one. It's called I Can See the Love in His Red Eye by <laughs> Hannibal Sparrow. All right, and this is the synopsis. How Dave Slash fanfiction. Fiction. If you don't know what Slash is, that's basically gay love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't know what Slash was in the world of fan fiction. There you go. Don't like Slash? Don't read it. Dave and Hal admit their feelings for each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say I'm sorry, Stanley Kubrick. Your movies are awesome and I love your films. So again, I'm very, very sorry. Um, let's see here. Where can we skip ahead to some good bits? Um, there we go here. There There's also one thing that you that they didn't program with what's that dave you are also very beautiful your voice is calm and soothing no matter what happens you have an interesting personality and your red lenses are beautiful as a ruby <laughs> what do you say? are you saying what i think you're saying yes i wanted to say this ever since i met you Hal. i love you soon there was a moment of silence both not knowing what to say i feel the same way too dave really you do yes i do Ever since I got the time to know you, and I remember looking into your beautiful blue eyes, I sense a connection between us. I know you're just a computer, but since I feel alone here sometimes, I felt like I needed someone. Someone like me, Dave. <laughs> yes, someone like you. Dave soon kissed the lens, and they just stared at each other. Hey, Dave, there's something I want to ask you. Yes, how? What is it? <laughs> Have you ever wished upon a star? <laughs> yes, and I wish came true. Dave then fell asleep with his love by his side. Good night, Dave. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> The audio drama
5: of uh, (laughs) the Dave and Al love story coming to you soon on the Oz Network.
0: Oh, I thought it was going to be dirtier than that. That's a bit lame.
5: (laughs) It's sweet, let's be
0: honest. Oh, oh. that's uh, (laughs) fanfiction.net.
5: Here we get probably the best action sequence in the movie because I feel like it's the most realistic, even though there's still some bad effects here. This is the truck chase. So Ultron's got his body and he's on a truck. Why Ultron needs to transport on a trailer being pulled by a semi-truck in the middle of Seoul, Korea. I don't know. This guy can fly anywhere, transport himself out of anywhere. We have never seen him confined to motor vehicles, and now he's like, the only way we're going to get this body where we need to go is to transport it on a truck. Please explain this to me.
11: I don't know. I didn't really understand it either. It's
5: so stupid. Why does he all of a sudden need a truck to get anywhere?
11: Movie logic, I guess. And you're telling me that this movie was better
5: than the first one? The first one made sense.
11: Well, I, I don't know. I just I thought there were part, a lot more entertaining parts of it. The thing is, the most I, advanced artificial intelligence being I, ever uh, created,
5: you kill him, he transports himself into another machine, another body, anywhere. Sh- He's sh- in a massive sh- battle with the Avengers. you got to
11: wake the baby up.
5: And he flies himself out of it, effortlessly... He could have a million of his robots carrying this body and he says, get me a trailer, not a flatbed, an enclosed trailer. He's very upset about this. I'm very upset because it's such a stupid thing that nobody, all these people, all these Marvel fanboys who are like, Marvel does nothing wrong, Ultron loads himself into an enclosed trailer. Shut up, you're going to wake up, Casper. And let's, before we get to the action, what happens to this trailer later on?
11: I actually didn't know anything with that.
5: When Black Widow's now inside this trailer, what happens to it?
11: Gets blown up?
5: No! (laughs) Ultron (laughs) attaches some type of jets to it and flies the freaking trailer to Sokovia from Korea!
11: Oh, that's right. He could fly things. Why is he loading I, in close enclosed I, chair? I watched this the day before yesterday. I really should know that. It's so wow. stupid, people. But... This movie's terrible. But that's just kind of funny. It's like, well, why didn't he do that in the first place?
5: Exactly. It'd
11: be way more efficient.
5: And then he has this prolonged battle, which I like the action scene where Captain America throws himself on. Maybe it's because we get a lot of Captain America. And I, this isn't just because I'm a Captain America fanboy. I am a Captain America fanboy. But... You need realism in a movie like this, and the reason none of the effects work is because it's just these over-the-top things of Thor flying and zooming through the air, Iron Man flying and zooming through the air, and doing nothing other than just collapsing buildings, and it's blinking you miss it. This is Michael Bay filmmaking we're getting out of Age of Ultron, so if you have a guy jumping onto a trailer, realistically, even if he has superpowers, and having a hand-to-hand combat battle with a robot... It's slightly more realistic. So I like this sequence. And it's funny because I didn't remember this was in the movie. I saw, when I saw this three years ago, it made no real impression on me and I didn't remember it was in the movie. But anyways, I like the fight scene, although it still looks, re- there's a lot of these fast, jerky movements that still don't work for the special effects.
0: So yeah, and we get our first Tom Cruise running scene here. Tom Cruise running shirtless. Uh, it's pretty good.
5: <laughs> With or without chest hair, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean, whack a bit of chest hair on Tom Cruise, you know? Like, why not? Uh. <laughs> you really have something against hairless men. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it shows manliness. Um, I mean, you you
5: you did say on multiple episodes now that like <laughs> y- your girth of chest hair is up there with Sean Connery
0: land. <laughs> it is, I, I'm the Pierce Brosnan of the people I know, <laughs>
7: like <laughs> the
5: chest hair I've got. And again, like wax so them. judgmental of those of us that are not blessed with your hairiness of the
0: chest. Haven't you established that I have a thing for a certain length of hair on these episodes? <laughs>
5: Short-haired there's, women, but
0: long-haired, chested men. There's something unnatural to me about men with no chest hair like there's something unnatural to me about women with short hair. I'm sorry. I call a spade a spade, and that's how I see life, all right? I don't have these multicoloured lenses that the world shares. I'm a stereotype when it comes to my men having long hair and my women having long hair, all right? I own my my bigotry, and I'll move on with it. Uh, <laughs> If we titled our episodes, this episode has got to be Ben's a bigot. (laughs) Which, honestly, people would be like, oh, about time. They are finally putting it on there. (laughs) Like, Uh, he's finally admitting it. (laughs) But, like, seriously, like, if you ever one day wake up with chest hair and you have Jamie run her fingers (laughs) through your chest hair, there's no better feeling. All right? Like, it's just, it's, you know... It's all for the washboard abs and all look at me as a block of cheese. Let's grate some cheese on your abs. But, you know, add a bit of hair in there and it's great. Like, you know, (laughs) is that a bit of grated cheese or a bit of chest hair? Who knows? It's fun. It's Wednesday. Let's just (laughs) get to it. You're saying that,
2: like,
5: I don't know, about 16 inches below your chest hair, there's washboard abs and just nobody will ever see
0: it. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I'm so fat. Like, it's just hair. It's like his body hair. I'm not actually fat. I'm quite skinny, but it's just, it's just the hair. All right. It's and all then, hair. It's all <laughs> hair. I'm cousin it. I'm just, I'm going to town with it. Oh, man. You know how people say that this is I've- just a TV show? <laughs> uh, clearly yeah. I'm taking it a little bit too seriously, but <laughs> this is a show that I love. And it's like, it's like if you took a person in your life that they loved and like, like take, I don't know, your girlfriend, your mum, your dad, anybody, somebody who you love dearly, and a person, Scott Williams, goes up to a person and goes, hello, who are you? Oh, I'm Darville Stewart's mother. Oh, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm just going to take a shit all over you. Oh, okay, fair enough. Does a poo over your mum and walks off. You're going to be pretty angry, right? A guy has just taken <laughs> yeah. a shit on your mum. That's not very nice. Scott Williams no, it is not. has taken a shit over my favourite TV show. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to explain this it. the best way I can about why I'm so angry. Even, <laughs> Mallory's laughing in the background, right? Even, even I. Hey, I'm sorry to bring your mother into this, Darvell. I really hope not one no poo's on right. your mom, it's, but That's a bad thing to
4: do. I get, I get the point. Hey, <laughs> hey, even, even I can see that you're not happy. <laughs> I just
0: want some retribution oh, for what? my favorite TV show that someone's taking a dump on. And it's not right. <laughs>
4: I'm starting to picture Mallory imitating you when you guys watch when you guys watch this when you guys
0: watch the show and you get to this episode. She's gonna get to that. oh, this is that episode you talked about pooing on mums.
5: Huh? Sing me that song when we used to when we used to hold each other back in the lake on Naboo.
10: <laughs> I don't like sand; it's coarse and rough. And irritating. <laughs> and irritating We are going
5: to bring that up. Can we just set a goal that in the year 2019, every single episode of the Oz Network will have I Don't Like Sandlight like in honor of Star Wars <laughs> like Episode 9 coming that.
0: up? I honestly think we are really achieving that yes. already. I feel like every episode somehow fits that quote into it.
5: Can we just start a count? Like when we did Double Oz 7, we had like the kiss-kiss bang-bang count and all these other things. <laughs> Let's just start a count on the Oz Network for I don't like sand
0: lines, how
5: often it comes up. Plus,
0: but you know when we eventually do Attack of the Clones, we're going to get to that moment. Like, here it is, people, here it is. Yeah. Let's see what we're going to do a read-by-read of the famous scene we've quoted a thousand times.
5: <laughs> and we've already talked about it when we do the Star Wars movies. Like, it's going to be two, three, four-parters to get every single movie done.
0: That one, one line yeah, got be on that scene. That is <laughs> Welcome to episode twelve on of Attack of the Clones in <laughs> this four hour edition of the Oz Network. We analyze I don't like sad, it's, it's coarse, coarse and rough, and rough and irritating, irritating. it gets everywhere. gets everywhere. What did Anakin mean with that line? <laughs> did Padme really believe him when he said it's coarse, rough and irritating and it gets everywhere? What Why are our experiences on the with sad?
5: <laughs> Where's the most coarse and rough and irritating place sand has gotten in your
0: body? We get on sand expert Jim Smith to work out which parts of the body would be most irritated by sand. And we cross live to a beach somewhere where somebody has sand in their cracks. And also, special guest Hayden Christensen, who for the first time in nearly 20 years will recreate that iconic scene from movie history.
5: Please, let's make it happen.
0: (laughs) Um, that, uh, it's coarse and sad and rough month on the Oz <laughs> Network.
5: <laughs> that is going to be the greatest month in the history of the Oz Network.
0: We rank the best movies with sad in cracks. <laughs> and, and a special follow up month it's snow month. It's snow. <laughs> it's not coarse and rough. It doesn't get everywhere because it gets melted.
5: It's soft and wet and cold. And it gets nowhere.
0: (laughs) Coming soon to the Oz Network. (laughs) We now return to your regular scheduling programming 2001 A Space
4: Odyssey. (laughs) Tell you the truth, I've always thought that rap and that rap and hip hop are in essentials the same thing. That's
0: what I thought, but I mean, Just, I'm going to be honest with you right now. I don't think I've ever felt so white in my life right now that here I am trying to work out what this music is called. I like it. I <laughs> Like I'm not saying I don't like it. What did I call him last week? Yes. was well, this episode, Trench Trench? What's his name? Treat Trench. It, <laughs> it, it's pro- It's pronounced. Yeah, you keep saying Trench. It's it's pronounced Tretch. Trench. Trench, sure. yeah, trench. So even yeah, in my like, correcting of his name, I'm calling him like something that you wash your clothes in, or trench. You don't wash your clothes in a trench. You jump over it. Like what? <laughs> you fight.
4: You fought World War One in trenches. So I fought World War One in trenches. Uh, well, no, you didn't. But n- neither did I.
3: Unless, of course, we are the two oldest people still living. <laughs>
0: Your old man's voice. I'll sit Mallory off in the background because he's laughing at me not knowing what a trench is. <laughs> well, I don't know. What am I thinking of? i think of a trough. That's what you wash your clothes in. You don't wash your clothes in a trough. You can wash your clothes. A horse drink out of troughs. Who the fuck would wash their clothes in something that a horse drinks out I of? I don't know, all right? Like, just I'm not edumacated, all right? I'm just trying to work out... What his name is and I'm trying to point out how white I am right now. He's saying it's spilt treach. How do you pronounce it treach? Like it's dumb. Take it up with I don't fucking
3: know. Take it up with him. they would be
0: like if I pronounce my name like Bob because it's spelt Ben. Like, where do you get that from? No idea. Like, do I need to go back to school? <laughs> I really don't know why I'm so dumb sometimes. <laughs> oh. ah, great comic relief. Yeah, the comedic comic genius that we are.
5: There's several different Tim Allen grunts. There's the like uh I don't know high pitched um thoughtful grunt which is like oh, ho oh, oh,
11: ho oh, oh, ho oh, oh, ho. Oh.
5: And that's your turn to take it. You got to give the ho 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 ho. <laughs> it looks like a laugh.
2: <laughs> Funny
9: story, Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um.
5: Of course, you have the the uh, 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 like the the typical one. The uh, uh, uh. Oh, see? <laughs> Rossi's clearing his throat or throwing up.
2: <laughs> I
9: can't do it. My uh, voice is too high.
5: <laughs> well then let's go back to the ho
2: ho ho uh
5: there's lots of different grunts. We'll we'll end it with those two for now. We'll save some for Christmas. Anyways, um <laughs> so, huh? Yeah, and then you okay, so let's just get to it. You have <laughs> the questioning grunt, the I don't know what you're talking about. The, huh? <laughs> 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 Please do that again, exactly as you just did.
2: No, I quit. Just, uh. I, I quit. <laughs> just one more. Uh.
5: It's the best of both worlds. It's the the, the deep hearty uh, 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 with the ho oh, oh, ho oh, oh. ho. It's a. Uh. <laughs>
2: I can't. This is
5: why I was so excited to do this, because last week off-air, Rossi and I grunting back and forth and realizing Rossi has an inability to grunt like the tool man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't
5: even know how to describe yours. It's, it's like, uh I don't know, a, a really confused goat or something.
9: <laughs> sounds like Kermit the Frog. Like,
2: <laughs> this is Tim Apple you-
5: Kermit the Frog playing Tim the Toolman
9: Taylor. (laughs) My Kermit the Frog impression of Kermit the Frog doing (laughs) Tim the Toolman Taylor.
5: (laughs) More power. Oh, we want more power. (laughs) I can do a pretty good Kermit the Frog.
9: I miss Piggy's Jill.
5: (laughs) Um so episode six of season five now as we jump ahead a couple seasons the kids get to age three years uh, yeah it was such a
9: time jump for us <laughs> you
5: know I, I don't know like tina turner maybe as a second cousin not art carney uh, when the coffee, <laughs> T- get- wait hang on tina turner is a second. <laughs> how does that work <laughs> oh come on how do you how does that work a white man and a black woman have never bred
0: before Ben. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Australian, alright? We're racist, alright? Just leave you alone. You're from Australia. They're racist out there. How does that work? I don't I mean, know. You're
5: I'm in New Zealand now. I'm being
0: educated me. about the ways of the world, okay? Just shut up. <laughs>
5: like, you know, I know that the white man has the penis, and the
8: white
2: woman has the penis.
5: But what does a black woman have? <laughs> <laughs> We're teaching the birds and the bees of interracial breeding to Ben Waterworth. <laughs> okay, let's.
0: Stay. I never knew I that when Tina Turner was singing "What's Love Got to Do with It," it was about an interracial love affair that made Arnold Schwarzenegger a second cousin. There we go. <laughs> let's, I don't know, it was Schwarzenegger's Nazi dad or something. <laughs> That's a that's a She's movie coming soon. Like the,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the secret love affair during Nazi Germany that wouldn't have been allowed. Tina Turner's great grandmother and Arnold Schwarzenegger's whatever that would make him his cousin. Coming soon to movies. <laughs> you know, in Goldeneye, when he says that, like I watched him in the shadows as a child. That's about learning about Arnold as a child. That's that's my
2: second cousin. <laughs> <laughs> how does that work <laughs> move on
5: please anyways, let's move
2: on. <laughs> I still
5: can't go over this good anyways let's move on
0: I love the, mm-hmm. the sort of the scream that they have of, of the creature the, yeah it's, it's really good um, do it do it give us one give us um, the scream <laughs> So' where I just get lazy and insert a sound effect, and you go, oh, that sounds amazing, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounded like, um, what's the name for a Mission Impossible getting away from That's what so I was going
2: to say.
0: We've just lost our listener. <laughs> They've gone.
5: I'm pretty sure that's also the way it sounded when Rossi tried to do the Tim the Toolman Taylor grunt on home improvement two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Chewbacca's been grabbed by the balls a little bit too tightly there.
5: That's Mama, that's his wife. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, why do we do this? Um, so, Translation um is soft chewy
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Better than what you sniff. Um Nibble yeah. chewy I
2: don't
0: like I don't like these impersonations, they're coarse and rough. Irritating! You get everywhere. There we go. We fitted in there somehow. Uh, and
5: check. <laughs> we're doing well. Arnold Schwarzenegger impression check. Tommy Wiseau reference check. Ridiculous noise check.
0: Sand reference check. <laughs> no listeners check. <laughs> Someone from the Czech Republic check. Um. That's a terrible joke. Ben, that doesn't date well. Let's move on. Now, we have um, some random... <laughs> a random scene here. Of kids getting Christmas presents. <laughs> 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 they walk down there and like, can't wait to see what shit we got. Fucking who knows? Can we open this? <laughs> to which they open up two presents and it blows up. Their heads get blown <laughs> And the parents are just staring, sitting there staring at their kids and the grandmother's just like, fuck. Yes, violence against children, finally. <laughs> These kids just get their heads blown off. And for whatever reason, it's so funny. Poodles are getting kicked. Kids are getting their heads blown off. This movie's the best movie ever. <laughs> Old ladies are telling Santa to suck it.
5: <laughs> are People burning. wear flin Flan
0: merchandise. It doesn't get any better. Human that humanity bets based on curling. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Winnipeg and Fran Drescher being burned alive.
5: <laughs> it's the Christmas we all grew up wanting. <laughs>
0: This is this is where we need to have like an annual list where we do like what's our top ten movies we've covered this year and what's our bottom <laughs> ones. And the
5: then- Room, <laughs> Santa Sleigh,
0: <laughs> and this is the year that we covered 2001: A Space Odyssey, one of the most influential <laughs> movies in the history of movies. Jurassic <laughs> Park, uh, <laughs> Cool Runnings. <laughs> what comes out on the top? The Room, Santa Sleigh. And Godzilla, 1998.
11: <laughs> That's the guy that shows up with all the food, though. So you're seeing a recurring theme here.
0: Would you like to see him um, shirtless?
11: Yeah. Hey, that might be hot.
0: She's not joking, people. G-
11: uh. <laughs> Give me a lap dance, big Muppet Daddy.
0: Wow. I, wonder
11: dick- I wonder what his dick looks like. Oh, come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> buried I underneath only all the them How we a children's Christmas movie And after the line I wonder what his dick looks like
11: well, the guy only took like 10 minutes to- And it wasn't for only- me The guy only has so long on earth He has to make his time count I <laughs> <laughs> spend all his time On this bloody miserable guy Who has no life to live <laughs> But kind of still working
2: Oh
5: <laughs> I, I want to point out how much real true emotion Michael Caine had in the scene but I don't think it's appropriate to see anymore talking <laughs> about such good emotion uh, <laughs> the ghost of Christmas
0: yet to come comes Can I, can I, I, just, come- I just want to <laughs> put out one thing <laughs> come on she's laughing oh, yeah. at coming huh? um, <laughs> the one thing I'm going to ask about Tiny Tim right like Is this a bit rude to call their child who's small and has a disease Tiny Tim rather than just Tim? (laughs) Like, it's a bit mean. Like, you don't, you know, call somebody with Parkinson's disease like Shaky Sam. Like, I mean, it's just it's a bit mean. Like, I don't think this is politically correct to call this poor sick child who's probably like 20 but has a disease Tiny Tim. Like, it's not Right. It's better than calling him athlete's foot, Tim. <laughs> okay,
5: Jamie, did we take a break?
0: Jamie's lost it.
11: Okay, I'm good. Okay. Um,
0: Again, what she said when she got pregnant. <laughs> uh,
5: there's a couple of scenes that happen here where the ghost of Christmas yet to come, including... Aren't we mature? <laughs> the post-Christmas future, where you see that there's a funeral, and they talk about whoever's dying It's probably a cheap funeral.
11: He's dying. You know? <laughs> He's dead like a door now.
5: That is a lion in the movie. <laughs>
2: okay, I need to stop. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh. So this movie wasn't exactly well received. Uh, <laughs> I will say quickly, there was a sequel uh, called Jingle All The Way 2 with everybody else's favourite person who has also been accused uh, several times of sexual assault or whatever it was, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Um, wasn't he, did, he, did he not just masturbate in front of people? Isn't that what he did? Which is still sexual assault, I guess. I don't know. I I never heard that. (laughs) Was it Larry the Cable Guy who did that, or am I thinking of someone else?
2: (laughs) Uh,
5: What if there's people out there? Because this is the world we live in. Somebody sees like some story on the internet. They're like, "Well, that's got to be true." This is gonna explode now. Larry the Cable Guy is probably like the, uh, the Phil Hartman in real life. Like, he's such a good dad. And now we have just put it out there. Didn't Phil Hartman, like, molest a bunch, of, or, sir, didn't Larry the Cable Guy molest a bunch of women?
0: Oh, uh, no, it wasn't Larry the Cable Guy. Hang on.
5: <laughs> We're so glad we could clear this up. And Larry the Cable Guy is not a race, rapist, people.
0: Um, no, it was somebody famous. They got, like, caught doing that. And then they, like, the whole career went to shit. Um, oh, sorry,
5: masturbating. Yeah. He wasn't a rapist.
0: He no. just masturbated in front of people. Well, it's still Thanks bad. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find who it was, and when you Google it, it comes... Oh, it was, it was um Louis Louis C- C.K., or whatever his name is. Do- oh, okay. Not- not even remotely close Sorry, Larry the Cable Guy. I'm sorry to. Just <laughs> yes,
5: please. I'm begging you, Ben, when you put this episode up on Twitter, please add hashtag hands off Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Let's just see if it catches
0: on. <laughs> um, I loved you in cars. Your voice work with Mater is fantastic. That's the only thing I know you from. Um, so, apologies. But let's be honest, by the time we release this, probably something is going to come out against him anyway. So, like, it could be, like, the Roger Moore thing. Who knows? Anyway, go watch the sequel.
5: Mary the Cable Guy
0: was masturbating in front of a bunch of kids in a ball pit <laughs> in
5: Mall of America. We were like, we called it!
0: <laughs> well, come on, it's just like us calling Tom Cruise gay. Like, we're going to get some rating somehow by getting sued, so... <laughs> Hey Larry, if you hear this and you want to sue us, can you also pass it on to Tom Cruise that we called him gay a bunch of times so he can sue us too? Because he'll probably get more publicity for us because he's a little bit more famous than you are. Thank you. Uh, just putting it
2: out there. <laughs> Did he in front of a bunch of people? This is on
5: our best up show. Find the time. To <laughs>
0: I think Larry the Cable Guy and Tom Cruise just went around to people's houses, whipped it out, and just started going to town in front of people.
5: I want to imagine Larry the Cable Guy listening to this episode because that's what he does with (laughs) his time now. And it's true that he got in a lot of trouble for masturbating
0: from a bunch of people. He stops it right there. We get a cease and desist letter in the mail. You and I are going to be in jail in, like, three years' time. <laughs> Next to, like, Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey. Like, what did you do? Oh, accuse people of sexual assault. Oh.
5: is, is Larry the Cable Guy a a sexual predator.
0: <laughs> but we got famous, Robert. Our podcast got huge ratings. <laughs> I was mentioned on Stephen Colbert. I'm famous. Woo. <laughs> And I'm sharing a shell with uh, Kevin Spacey. How you doing, Kevin? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they had a sequel. Huh? It was. They called you all the way too.
10: Turn that sexual predator, like the cable guy. <laughs> cable guy.
0: Cable guy. Cable <laughs> <laughs> guy. <laughs> yes. Um apparently it was bad, so um <laughs> just of course like it
9: was. <laughs> a pervert like that star
2: <laughs> Um <laughs>
0: No wonder no one listens to us. Some great highlights there and definitely a good year that we've had in two thousand and eighteen. Last we had fun was had and right now you're wondering why on earth do I listen to this show because really it's not that funny but 2019 perhaps maybe we can get a little bit funny for you who knows it's going to be another big year we've got plenty of movie reviews coming your way tv recaps as well of course a lot of the uh, episodes that you will I guess the best bits you could have heard in that uh, episode here today won't actually air till 2019 of course we record them in 2018 but we air them in 2019 so a bit of a I guess exclusiveness to some of the clips that you've heard there as well but 2019 a big one it's going to be a year of Star Wars we're already looking forward to a Couple of months of Star Wars coverage in the Lead up to episode 9 but we've got Bad movie month coming your way of course Anniversary month coming your way we've got Live action month when it comes to Disney movies as well as some Terminator movies in the lead up to and Biography month as well so looking forward To a few different ones there it might be a couple of months until You hear some of these ones we're just sort of Resetting and rebooting things as we move along I think our next big month will be Our Oscar review month in the Lead up to another big Oscars like we did in two 2018 as well but all your regular TV ones will be happening Lost is hopefully coming back soon as well of course Third Watch and Nip Tuck still being covered along the way and I'm sure a few random movie reviews will pop up Every now and then as well We're excited to Kind of a bit of a rebrand Bit of a refresh of our image as well On social media and online Our logo We're updating that into 2019 as well So stay tuned for that it looks great And we're looking forward to sharing it with you as well But of course if you do like us If you do listen to the show We very much appreciate your support And of course we would very much appreciate uh, Hearing some feedback Liking us on Facebook Following us on Twitter You know how it works And it only takes a couple of minutes Of your time to be able to do that Particularly if you do use iTunes tunes we very much would appreciate you leaving us a rating out of five on there that's entirely up to you i will force you to leave us a five of course but then you probably think about it more realistically and only want to leave us about a two but it all helps so we would appreciate it no matter what rating you would like to leave us same goes for other places spotify stitcher we're on there as well google podcasts if you use those services please drop us a rating give us some feedback and we very much appreciate it along the way and we appreciate your support in 2018 Again, it's been a big year and we look forward to coming back in 2019 with an even bigger and hopefully better year as this year. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart, from Ben Waterworth's heart for listening. And I speak on behalf of all our co-hosts that have hosted an episode or appeared on an episode this year that we do thank you for tuning in whether it's been for one episode or all of the episodes across the year. It has been fun bringing you the content and we are looking forward to more of that in 2019. Closing it out with my name is Ben. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network 2018. Happy and safe new year, and we will speak to you in 2019. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.